Hello again. Hello. Just called to say hello on a Thursday. I couldn't sleep at all tonight, and I know it's late, but I couldn't wait. Hello, my friend. Hello. Just called to let you know. I think about you every night when I'm here alone and you're there at home. Hello. But I put my heart above my head. We've been through it all. You love me just the same. And when you're not there, I just need to hear. Hello, my friend. Hello. It's good to need you so. It's good to love you like I do, and to feel this way when I hear you say hello. Can't begin to know 
But then I know it's growing strong Wasn't the spring And spring became the summer Who'd have believed you'd come along Hand Touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you
this way better blah 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 how dare you do not come do not come i'm gonna come blah 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 how dare you (laughs) so there you go we got greta thurnberg and i did my research too i told you i'd do my research somebody asked how does she get from all these you know places to do these speaking engagements she does not fly. I, 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 I got to give it up to her. She does not fly. She takes a boat everywhere. It must be nice not to have a fucking job to worry about and charge people astronomical fees to hear you speak so you can afford to take a boat around the earth. I mean, it, I, so flying, she says, leaves too big of a footprint on, on the globe. So it's okay to shit in the ocean. Because that's what you're necessarily doing. I mean, if she is taking an Atlantic from London to America or or wherever the fuck she goes, she got to poop sometime. And people on the boat got to poop sometime. 
Come on now. Just stop it, little girl. Why don't you go out and, I don't know, play dress up. Plan your wedding. Do something that little girls do. You're not a crusader. You fucking jag off. All I hear, Greta, whenever you talk is... Blah, blah, blah. That's it. Is it a sa- No, no, it's not a sailboat. They, 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 they can't use a sailboat. That'd be great. Oh, sorry, Greta can't make it. She's in the middle of the Indian Ocean. Oh, let's get some good mornings out of the way. Douglas first one, or no, I'm sorry, straight fire first one here. One uh, Number one of the benefits on insomnia list. First on a Thursday, bring it, Arnie. It's going to be brought, my friend. Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday Eve. Dave Co says, good Thursday morning. I've been humped enough for this week. I'm ready to be Friday Eved. You shall be. Alicia, good morning to you. Morning, ass family. Happy Friday Eve. I hope that you're good. Braddy Kid, good morning, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Derek says, good morning, ass family. It's finally Thursday, Friday off to go wheeling. Yes. All right. Cool. Jenny Lynn, good morning. It's my Friday, too. All right. Ghost in Nevada. Fred, morning, y'all. Almost Friday. Yes, yes, it is. And I don't have a bunch of stuff to go over last night. Only thing to really go over last night was the congressional baseball game. By the way, this is an abortion. The congressional baseball game, and I got to see quote unquote highlights from it. So it's the Republicans against the Democrats. And of course, fucking, there's a batter up there. He got plunked in the leg by a Democrat hitting one of the Republicans. Oh, I tell you this right now. If Nancy Pelosi were to ever play in that game, I would drill that bitch right in the head. Good old go to Sleepy Joe showed up to wave at the crowd. He's, he's being inducted. They actually have one of these. You ready? You ready for this? They have a Congressional Baseball Hall of Fame, and they inducted Joe last night. There is no such thing as a Congressional Baseball Hall of Fame. No, nobody got shot. That was, and by the way, that was at practice when Steve Scalise got shot. Uh, Triple T says, Derek, where are you going? Ever come up to Reno? Yeah, nobody got shot last night. I, I don't know who won because it was just awful to watch. This is, this is bad. This isn't like watching one of those, you know, men's leagues where the guys still think they have it. These are 50 and 60-year-olds in Congress who, A, never had it, B, never will, and C, make the game of baseball look fucking horrible. Oh, the pitching was just, oh, come on. Look at that. You're out. He's in the house. Good morning, ass family. How are you? You're out. Oh, fucking A, the, the, the congressional baseball game. Well, uh, I guess uh, Joy Behar, she lost her shit yesterday on The View. Saying that Democratic Senator Kristen Sema out of Arizona and Joe, Joe, my man, Joe Manchin, Democrat out of West Virginia, are enemies of democracy. Because they will not pass this stupid fucking $3.5 trillion infrastructure, person infrastructure bill, has nothing to do with infrastructure. They don't have the votes. Oh, and everybody's upset at them. Oh, no, no, no. 
If Chuck Schumer was pitching and you got hit, would you charge the mound? You were goddamn right I would. Oh, to be able to fucking take him to pound town and not the good one. Not on the tuna boat. We're talking, uh, we're, we're talking hurt and pain. That hurt is the left hand. Pain is the right hand. Yeah, Straight Fire says nothing more pressing that these needs to be handled for these assholes. Not at all. No, there's no spending ceiling. No, there's nothing to worry about. You just go out there and be you, congressmen and women, dickbags. Let's see, one of the co-hosts on the show said they are blocking Joe Biden's agenda undermining the work done by Democrats to flip Georgia blue and create a strong Democratic coalition. Let me just say this right now. I do a talk show every day, and we talk politics. I don't like talking politics, but it is the the the, the thing that everybody talks about now. And, and Joey Behar, first of all, you're not that good a comedian. And secondly, you're worse at talking politics. So, in the immortal words of The Rock. So, shut up, bitch. Or, or, I could just do what Sam Jackson says. You shut your face. If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet. There you go, Joy. Uh, did you see the Law and Order is coming back? Oh, wait, hold on a second. It's already back. Well, the, the original, yeah, I saw that the original is coming back for like a, a 50th season. But SVU started last week, and so did uh, uh, Organized Crime. SVU was good. It was two hours. It's on tonight again. Organized Crime. I haven't watched the Organized Crime. Last night, Chicago PD and uh, who's he, what's it? Chicago Fire on. I didn't watch them, though. I was watching wrestling last night. Yeah, the original one is coming back, and that same one guy is going to be on there. That's pretty damn cool. They're trying to slip in a bill there that says employers can charge their employees for not being vaccinated. I, I, I find it all amazing. I find that, that what we're allowing to happen in our country right now is truly, I, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. I, I'm so caught off guard because General Milley was at it again yesterday. You know, this guy who came out and tried to buy everything back by saying, hey, we told Joe Biden to leave 2,500 people there. He admitted, though, yesterday that he would tell China and the general there in China if the U.S. launched an attack. He said that he would do that. He admitted. He doubled down on it. That is treasonous. But nobody's saying anything. When they asked him about stepping down, he said, well, that would be a political move. Fire his ass. You already put the one dude, and by the way, I saw this mentioned yesterday, or today, this morning I saw this mentioned. You know with what Millie did and the other guy, uh, what, what, McKenzie, is that the other guy? When they told the, the, the congressional committee yesterday, or two days ago, sorry, uh, that they told Joe Biden to leave 2,500 troops there, they were speaking out of term, just like that Marine who spoke out of turn, who is now in the brig. These guys should be in the fucking brig. 
I just got to say, man, I, I just uh, no. Put them in the brig too. And 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 real quick, that that marine who's in the brig, I can't think of his name offhand. He knew it was going to happen. Buenos dias, ogre. How are you doing, my friend? He knew he 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 knew it was going to happen. He spoke out a term. Look, the military has to like it has to have order. We don't need our United States military in chaos. That's the last thing that we need. Oh, Millie. Millie, Millie, Millie. <laughs> you think of Sharon Osborne? Derek, look me up on the uh, Book of Faces, okay? Uh, Ghost says, I think we can admit no longer united since half want freedom and ha- other half want communism. Fuck Millie. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, so I saw another thing, and this was kind of funny. And, and it, but it's very, very true. So everybody is so anti-white, right? Do you know what the the politically correct movement did? And I won't call them the the politically correct left. There's plenty of people that are are, are wrong, and there are politically correct and bullshit. Okay, I, I can I can uh, uh, admit to that. They've only made the world wider. I want you to think about this. They have made the world more white. They got rid of Aunt Jemima. Gone. They got rid of Uncle Ben. Gone. Mrs. Buttersworth. Adios. The, uh, the chef. From cream of wheat, gone. The Cleveland Indians, gone. You've erased all these black people that are a part of history, that are a part of American culture. And you've, well, you've whitewashed them. I think it's genius. So the politically correct are even more racist than the people that put Aunt Jemima on the box. I just want you to think about that. It's fantastic. The Indian from Land O'Lakes, sayonara. Oh, Frito Bandito, adios amigo. You got rid of all these people. The Washington Redskins, hiya. The Indians, they're still shitty. I read the story the other day about the Indians. And their last home game was a couple days ago. Thank God baseball season's almost over. Jesus Christ. The Rangers are going to lose at least 100 games this year. Last night they lost their 100th game. How can I keep being a fan of this team if they lose 100 games a season? But the Indians crowd was a sellout crowd because it was the last time they would be known as the Cleveland Indians. It, 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 it's so sad what we've done to our society. It really is. What's next? Chocolate chips? Straight fire? Don't ask that question, man. Look, straight fire, I, I, I understand. That's the legit question of what's next. But you don't want to ask that question. I've stopped asking that question because I'm afraid of the answer. I got rid of the Indian and kept the land for the Land O'Lakes butter. <laughs> Some of the stone should brand a whiskey called Old Honky or Clay Crazy Floridian Syrup. <laughs> oh, Old Honky. 
I would love to see that one play out. That would be great. And make it a clear whiskey. We don't want any brown in that. Old honky. If you want the brown out, drink some old honky. Oh, my God. Your out says, I hate Mixler. I can't see anyone's post. Got to log out and log back in. Only white wall tires for no, from now on. Oh, man. All right. So, Millie, who admits to that bullshit, yet he's still got a job. I, I don't know how. This is the person who I have no clue how she has a job to this day. And that is the vice president of the United States, Kamala the Indian Giant. Anyone notice that the left labels things with anti, and it usually is what they are anti, and they actually promote. Like Antifa uses fascist techniques to fight alleged fascism. Anti-racism is pushed by racist people who hate white people. Like they just keep redefining words over and over again. Yes, Douglas, you are absolutely correct. All right, so Kamala Harris actually applauded students that accused Israel of ethnic genocide for speaking the truth. Here you go. Here's a video clip of it. I see that over the summer, there have been, like, protests and demonstrations in astronomical numbers standing with Palestine. But then just a few days ago, there were funds allocated to continue backing Israel, which hurts my heart because it's an ethnic genocide and the displacement of people, the same that happened in America, and I'm sure you're aware of this. And I bring this up also because of the issue of how Americans are struggling because of lack of health care, public health care, lack of affordable health care. Shut up. I got to play Kamala's. And all this money ends up going to, um, and funding Israel and backing Saudi Arabia and whatnot. And I think that um, the people have spoken very often in what they do need. And I feel like there's a lack of listening. And I just feel like I need to bring this up because it affects my life and people I really care about's lives. And this is just something I have to bring up. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. And again, this is about the fact that your voice, your perspective, your experience, your truth. Your experience. So shut up, bitch. Your experience. You're 14. Now, I'm going to say this for the last fucking time. You ready? Look, I I am so tired. I, I am sick and fucking tired of this whole Native American shit. Okay? I hate to say this. There's there's some idiot on TikTok who's Native American who calls us colonizers and all this. Yeah, that's exactly what we did. Because that's what you did back then. See, when you compare today, the way people act and, and do things today with back then, it's stupid. Because when you found new land, you took it over. And I'm just going to say this once and for all, for the last time. You fucking lost. Okay? We had guns. You had tomahawks and bows and arrow. You lost. Sorry. If you would have won, we would be all going right now. And we wouldn't have Indian casinos. We'd have white people casinos. 
I am so sick of, of that. And as far as the, because that's what she's talking about, this, this racial genocide that's happening over, or ethnic genocide that's happening over in Israel and Palestine. I, I look, you can root for Palestine all you want. You know, but you're also going to be funding terrorists. You know, those same terrorist groups that killed Americans, the 13 Americans. You know, Hamas is based out of Palestine, I just want to say. And here we are saying, fuck you, Israel. I'm not going to say, fuck you, Israel. I'm going to say, I will stand beside you, Israel. You are our ally. And you see, the problem that we have here, people, and we're starting to see it in droves. Allies are watching us. And they're saying, if America turns their back on Israel, they'll turn their back on anybody. Who's going to help us if somebody fucks with us? Ain't nobody. We need Israel. We need to hold on to somebody. I mean, shit. However, watch them put us non-vaxxers in a camp. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. Uh, Alicia says, a 12-year-old in Afghanistan has more life experience than this privileged dumb bitch. And I don't care if I'm calling a teenage girl a dumb bitch. You get up and go on a platform to speak, you're not safe from being attacked. Amen. Ratburger says, are you saying we're now the French? We're the French, but we're tough. <laughs> well, yeah, we need Israel. Where else do our bagels come from? Exactly. I just don't get why anti-Semitism is getting pushed so hard. Like, they're, like are neo-Nazis taking over the Democratic Party? Yes. It seems that way, doesn't it? This anti-Semitic rant. When are we going to make it illegal to, to paint a swastika on a synagogue? or temple, or whatever they call it. It amazes me. Like, like literally, dumbfounded. Dumbfounded. But I do have to say congratulations to Kamala Harris. She did something that, wow, this is, this is beyond belief. And it, only, it took less than six months. Border Patrol agents say the all-time migrant apprehension record has been surpassed. The new record, I, I, by the way, uh, with less than 48 hours left in the fiscal year, the Border Patrol has already surpassed the total number of migrant apprehensions made in any other year along the southwest border since the inception of in 1924. More than 1.6 million. 1,646,000 illegal immigrants have been rounded up this year. That's the ones that have been rounded up. How many got through? Let's see. Uh, January is pretty much over, so we'll go February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, tomorrow. Eight months. It took them eight months to break the record. Bravo. Way to go. Way to go. 
unfucking believable Hey, but why don't you guys play a baseball game? Why don't you guys just, you, you rent out the, the Washington National Stadium and you guys play a baseball game? Because nothing else needs to be handled. Jews have one tiny country and it's like that is too much. What the fuck? Oh, Douglas, it, it's amazing to me, the, the anti-Semitism that's in the world. I mean, like, I've told you guys so, stories about, like, the, the European Soccer League and how racist it is, where they'll throw bananas at black players on their own team, and they make monkey noises when, when black players get the ball on the pitch. Yeah, the, the home players, too. They do that to them, too. Also, there's a large group in the stands at pretty much every European League soccer team that has a gigantic swastika that they like to fly during those games. But once again, America is the most racist country in the world. Just, just, just try that one on for size. See how that shit fits. Yep, when it's a group starts screaming that's rounding them up, it's racist and cruel, she will deny being a part of it. Yeah, oh God, yes, she will. But she is the border czar, so congratulations to the border czar for breaking a record. Speaking of other countries, let, let, let me just tell you what other countries already think of us. You ready? You ready? I'm ready. Do you remember, can we go back in time just a little bit, a few years? I, I just, just, just a few years. There you go, perfect. You remember when we had that really mean, tweeting, orange guy in office? Remember him? I think his name was, 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 was Trump. Yeah, that, that was it. Remember when we had him in office and the world was, oh, it was, uh, it was terrible. Even though he went to North Korea... And met with Little Fatty. Actually walked in North Korea. First American president ever stepped foot in North Korea. We got bodies of fallen soldiers from the Korean War back, finally. And there was initially peace between North Korea and South Korea. Something that they had never thought would happen. Not to mention the, the piece that he, he got in the Middle East, you know, with the UAE and all them. But that, that, that's a whole different story. Let's stay with Korea, shall we? Because uh, just two days ago, North Korea successfully tested a new hypersonic gliding missile. Isn't that great? Isn't that amazing? Hypersonic missiles move much faster and are more agile than standard missiles. That is great. Good for you. Brad Berger just sent me a text. Let's see. Speaking of the border, saw pictures of Haitians and Guatemalans and the Mexican border. The blip last week at Texas border is nothing compared to what's coming in the months ahead. Oh, I, I can only imagine. Yet, yet the U.S. Border Patrol agents that were fired and they talked about... By the way, Joe Biden still has not apologized to the United States border agents for saying they whipped the Haitians. Anytime, Joe. 
Anytime. I, I'm just saying. But let's get back to these hypersonic missiles that they're testing out now. The, uh, the launch confirmed the navigational control and stability of the missile, along with guiding maneuverability and the gliding flight characteristics. I don't know how far it can fly, but hey, congratulations, North Korea. Hopefully, you can hit the middle of America now with this one. I mean, I don't know about you, but I kind of liked when the, the mean tweeting orange guy fucking put this guy in check. But we don't have that anymore. No, 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 no. No, no. We have North Koreans that are, are, are shooting off missiles now, left and right. Oh, that's great. Things are awesome. By the way, I love Ted Cruz. I, I'm starting to like Ted Cruz now, even though he still creeps me out. He has called out AOC. That bitch, AOC, he called her out and invited her to Texas to, quote, cry in front of the Biden cages. Remember a few months ago she was crying at the border when she saw it? Or, or la- it was last year. I think she was crying last year at the border when she saw it. Uh, Ted Cruz came out and says, I challenge every one of them. I challenge Biden, Harris. I challenge AOC, who famously had a picture of her pretending to cry in front of cages with children. Come down to the Biden cages now, which are bigger and more full. I don't know about y'all, but this is getting to be... I, I, I live in Texas. I live in the north part of the state. I tell you what, I feel bad for all my brother and sister Texans in the southern part of the state. You couldn't pay me enough money to go down there now. Mm-mm. Nope, I ain't going to Padre. I ain't going to Corpus Christi. I sure as shit ain't going to Del Rio anytime soon. Corpus Christi is where the original damn Whataburger is. That's a landmark. I ain't going there. No, sir, Bob. <sighs> but hey, AOC is not the only squad member in trouble, everybody. Oh, no, no, no. There's a, oh, this story is so delicious. Squad member Cory Bush's jewelry dresses from constituents raise ethic red flags. Well, that would just be racist, wouldn't it? I mean, seriously. Representative Cory Bush's outpouring of gifts from constituents, including jewelry, dresses, raises flags with ethic rules, watchdog group said. Bush's father said the Missouri Democrat regularly receives gifts from her grateful constituents so she can look her best in Washington. Well, I'll send her a gift. If she wants to look her best, I'll send her a brown paper bag to put on her ugly-ass fucking face. I'm I'm amazed at the stupidity of these people in Congress. When AOC, what was it, two weeks ago, wore that dress that said tax the rich. By the way, was not wearing a mask. I just want to point that out at the Met Gala. 
the Met Gala is is one of those places that the rich like to show off their shit. By the way, the dressmaker owes $150,000 in back taxes. That's real. Look it up. It was $30,000 a ticket, $275,000 for a table at the Met Gala. And all you see are the rich elite left going to this without masks. I don't think Cori Bush was there because, well, nobody likes her because she's fat and she's a fucking cunt. I'll say it. They go on to say the gift rule is very strict and it exists to prevent outright corruption. <laughs> Outright corrupt. Okay, so that means we got to get real lobbyists, too, because I know I'm picking on the squad right now, but come on. Come on. Come on. Both sides get gifts. Both sides, the lobbyists pay so much money to these fucking people. I'm glad that we're going after Cori Bush because I think she is probably one of the stupidest people we could have ever put in office. Good morning, you rised. Late to the party, but here, damn right you are. The congresswoman has received and been immensely grateful for the outpouring of support from her St. Louis community. Two conservative watchdog groups have filed ethics complaints against AOC for being at the Met Gala. I like that. That's good. I'm glad. They only like subtle corruption, yeah. Like Cori Bush getting a necklace made by a little girl in St. Louis is the same as AOC accepting a ticket. And by the way, if she didn't accept the ticket, if she bought the ticket, well, she ain't going to do that. But, but let's pretend she bought the ticket for thirty grand to go to this event, right? Okay, I can pretend. I can live in pretend land. Why didn't she use that $30,000 she bought on her ticket to help her abuela, her grandma down in Puerto Rico? Remember that shit? Hey, yo, I just want to make a call out. Tell Mr. Bush to get the biggest piece of shit this country has ever. That was that an MMA fight. Oh, I'm loving all the fuck Joe Bidens. Uh, it was, where was it last night? It was two nights ago. Uh, Stained was doing a show, and Aaron Lewis is the lead singer of Stained, and Aaron Lewis is a fucking right-wing whack job. I'll say it. They were in, are you ready for this? They were in Scranton, Pennsylvania, the birthplace of Joe Biden, and the entire crowd chanted, fuck Joe Biden, in his birth home. (laughs) I think it's great. Uh, Good morning, Cowboys girl. I hope you have a good day today. (sighs) These stories just, it just goes on and on and on. Anybody see the story? I think, was it Alicia that sent me this story? Hold on, let me check and make sure it was, because I got to give the right credit to the right people. 
No, it, I, I, who, who sent me this story? It wasn't Bo. Oh, I know who it was. Oh, it was uh, Addict to Brian who gave me this story. Y'all ready for this one? This one is great. I love it. It's sad, but it's great. A former Notre Dame professor in Florida who routinely attacked unvaccinated people as selfish. She just got her third COVID vaccine. She got the booster. Her name is Karen Kroekheiser. Uh, this was the tweet she received. Uh, just received my third COVID vaccine. A week later, she started to have complications and cursed the unvaccinated. So still wanting to see a doc, although they have run tests, still no room, hospital, or eBay, ER bay. Pennsylvania announced this at ER, could not accept any more patients. This is a big hospital. Damn the unvaccinated. They made it hell for a lot of people. Well, the, look, here's the fact of the matter is, the bitch fucking died. She caught COVID. She blames the unvaccinated. But wait a second, wait a second. You had the booster shot, and you still got COVID? How is that possible? You could have possibly caught it from someone that was vaccinated. Stupid ass. Anybody notice that Aaron Lewis has morphed into Jeffrey Dean Morgan? That is a great call. That right there, yes. Correct the mundo. So this, this former professor... who was vaccinated, got COVID, and died. You want to tell me real quick why to get the vaccine? I've got it. I have it. But uh, I don't know why people are, I, I mean, if you can, I got it so I have the card to show off because, as I told you guys, there was going to be a vaccine passport. I think I even called it that. According to her obituary, she died of cancer-related complications. No, 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 she died of COVID. That's a lie. Her obituary is a lie. She died of fucking the COVID. <laughs> oh, I think it's fantastic. Not that she died, but once again, the, the, this whole thing is, like I've said, if you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. If you don't, then don't. I, I, I mean, honestly. It's so maddening. It, it really is maddening. By the way, YouTube has announced YouTube is announcing that they are banning all anti-vaccine content Contributing to misinformation. So, once again, we're taking uh, to a media page on the internet. The internet, which is supposed to be free, they are banning content. 
not pornographic content, not children getting beaten content, but if you say you are an anti-vaxxer or you're against this vaccine, I, th- this is the way I, I, I've seen it. This is the way it, sh- it should be labeled. If you offer me a pair of scissors and I turn them down, I'm anti-scissors now. If you offer me a coffee and I turn it down, I'm anti-coffee. I don't know what the point of all of this is, of banning things, getting it out there. I think I think everything should be out there, especially on the World Wide Web. Now, I understand YouTube is their own company, and they can do whatever they like to do with their company. But in my opinion, and this is my humble opinion, when websites and things start doing like that, they lose all credibility. Because they're not giving people the options. I know people who haven't been vaccinated, and guess what? They haven't gotten COVID, and they haven't died. I know it's weird, isn't it? Now we have someone who has been vaccinated, even given the booster shot, and she died. So once again, what's the point of this? Because if you get vaccinated, you can still get it, and you can still spread it. What's the point of the vaccine, and what's the point of masks? Hmm? What is it? What is the point? If you say science, you're a fucking retard. Sorry. This is about one thing and one thing only. Power. What comes with power? Control. That's what this is all about is controlling Americans. This country was not founded on us to be controlled. Laws are in place to keep us safe, not to control us. What's being passed now with these new mandates and these new things is not about keeping us safe, which, by the way, is the government's only job, is to protect the citizens of the United States of America. That's the government's one and only job. They're not doing it. They're doing a piss-poor job of it. I know 13 Marines that would say America did a shit job of protecting us, and we're the protectors. Where's our protection? Why? Quick question. Um, uh, just, just hear me out on this. After the 13 Marines were murdered in Kabul trying to help people get out of that godforsaken place, why isn't Afghanistan, especially the Kabul area, not a giant fucking crater right now? Why have we not dropped the Moab, the mother of all bombs, on that shit stand? Hey, military, your own country doesn't have your back. One of your main leaders is selling you out to China. 
That's not what Uncle Ben said. He said, with power comes great responsibility. Our government needs an Uncle Ben. Hashtag Spider-Man. Cowboys girl who got COVID said, I got it from someone who was vaccinated. Didn't know she had it. The vaccinated people are the ones spreading it like crazy because they don't know they have it. I don't know who's spreading it more, the vaccinated or the unvaccinated. We, we could sit down and go round and round about that. It doesn't matter. It's a virus. It's going to run its course. Hot Cowboys girl, you, you did it right. You got it. And now you have antibodies that will fight it that are better. But they're still going to try to mandate you to get the shot. It's ludicrous. This entire, the last 20 months, I don't know what fucking country I've lived in. Me moving back to Texas, let me just say, was great because I got to come home. Not only that, I got to live in America again. Where we don't have these mask mandates. We don't have these shot mandates. Where it's illegal for businesses to mandate employees to get these shots. Ratburger just texted me. Arnie, uh, uh, you are saying what we all said last year on your show. Corona is just the flu and we'll have to live with it. Yes. So why the lockdowns, liberty lost, and a gazillion in spending and eventual economy crash when we all needed to do was a little, uh, was little if anything. A self-inflicted wound and the media, nanny state mommies and big government globalists and Democrats own this mess. You're absolutely 100%. Correct the mundo. What does L.A. want to do, bratty kid? The Asian doctor that wants to lock up the unvaccinated said that vaccinated people have higher viral loads than others, and they are spreading it. I'll find the video. Yeah, find the video and put it up here on the Mixler page if you can. Well, I'm, I'm excited to see what L.A. wants to do. I will not take my platform, my show, to YouTube anytime soon. I have a YouTube channel, and I know that I could, I could reach more people with YouTube. I, I, I don't want to be a part of their society. I just don't. Oh, yeah, the, the, oh, the, the passports? Yeah, L.A.'s been doing that now for a few weeks. They're, they're doing the exact same thing that New York is doing. You got to show your card to enter malls, movie theaters. Yeah, it's it's the passport. It's the vaccine mandate. You got to show it. It kicked off in New York, I think, two days ago, which I think is funny because it actually kicked off a few weeks ago. You remember that Foo Fighters concert that Rick Schroeder was protesting because it was uh, oh you could only be in you could only go to the show if you were vaccinated. Yeah, and like. I, I don't remember what the number was, but there was a big number of people that picked up COVID there. But they're all vaccinated. How about the the uh, Las Vegas Raiders game? Las Vegas Raiders say you have to show your card and wear a mask. Former governor of Nevada who mandated the University of Nevada students all wear or all get vaccinated or they can't go to school there, Brian Sandoval, who used to be a reasonable person. He went to that Raiders game, the first Raiders game, and he got COVID. But wait a second, everybody there was vaxxed and everybody was wearing masks. 
Here we go. Here's this. Okay. Go to link. I'm opening the link right now. Actually, Brian put this up there. All right, here we go. This doctor, Dr. Elena Wang. Based on the CDC, they are... Here. And those who are vaccinated, we now know, based on the CDC, they are now able, We, but with the Delta variant, because they carry so much more virus, they could transmit it to their unvaccinated family members. And so I, for example, even though I'm fully vaccinated, my children are not because they're too young to be vaccinated. So I need to be now careful for my children because of all the unvaccinated people around us. And those who are vaccinated. So this is the same person that wanted unvaccinated people thrown in jail? She going to throw her own children in jail? Oh, they're not old enough? Oh, okay, that's a loophole. That means they can still get it. Cowboys Girl says, Aftershop is asking for negative COVID tests, and, if you have to, and you have to wear a mask. No, thanks. I've been to Aftershock a few times. Don't need to go again for that shit. And that's an outdoor show. For the love of God. You can't even go outside anymore. Fucking A. All right, you know what? Enough of this bullshit. I, I'm done. She wants people to stay in their homes and not be able to do anything. Well, that'd be great. I, I mean, the fucking rate of suicide would go up through the roof. The unvaccinated. Oh, okay, they have to stay in their homes. Even though the vaccinated people carry higher viral loads and they can give it to other people who have the virus or who have the, the thing. You have to wear a mask indoors at Aftershock. Aftershock is all outdoors. That's not an indoor show, is it? Did they move it? It's not in Discovery Park this year? By the way, going back to the borders, I just want to point out that uh, Barack Obama, they even edit Barack Obama on ABC News, where he said open borders is unsustainable, meaning it's not a good idea. They edited his part out. No one is safe. Meanwhile, my sister's been to two concerts in the last month in Reno, and they're not doing any of that shit. Hey, I, I was at two concerts in last December inside at Billy Bob's. Saw Robert Earl Keane. Saw Pat Green. That, that what? I mean, th- this is so dumb. Let's move on to even dumber things, shall we? Before we get to Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Yesterday, I saw on different social platforms and different medias that Dog the Bounty Hunter that big walking piece of human garbage was an hour away from catching Brian Landry. Didn't catch him. I kept checking the news last night to see. They say he's somewhere on the Appalachian Trail, which I I guess goes all the way from, from Pennsylvania all the way down to Florida. They're checking, like, areas down there. I, I will say this right now. If Dog the Bounty Hunter, so I, and I don't want him to catch him. I don't. 
I, I, I'm root, I root against Dog the Bounty. I want Dog the Bounty Hunter to get COVID. I really do. A really bad case of it. To where half of his fucking mullet falls out. If Dog the Bounty Hunter catches him, we no longer need the FBI. We just don't. The FBI is more useful, and I'm saying it right now. They can come to my house and kick my door down now. They, they <laughs> The FBI is useless, except the BAU, because I still like criminal minds. Cowboys Girl says, and Lickasack was worried about the vid. What happened? Yeah. He's not going to get reelected. If they reelect, I'm telling you right now, all my listeners in Nevada, if Steve Sackadix, that's not it. Damn it. If Governor Steve eats a lot of dick, gets reelected, you have nothing. Don't. Just don't. Don't come at me. Don't, don't bitch and moan. Don't piss and moan. Be ready. He's going to change the state constitution, and state tax will be there very, very soon. So Dog the Bounty Hunter was an hour away from him, even though people have claimed to see the 23-year-old in North Carolina. Dog, you're, you're a little far away from North Carolina. You're a few states away. Okay, this is, oh, oh, this is one of, oh, his daughter has tweeted this out. Can, by the way, can we call his phone? Where, where is that phone number? Let's see. Uh, okay, here we go. Let's see if it rings. Damn, it's busy still. Um, his daughter says, okay, guys, please retweet. Looking for an experienced hiking survivalist near the Appalachian Hiking Trail in North Carolina. I know these types rarely have social media, so do you have a family member or friend who fits in this description? Don't help him. Don't, don't, don't anybody help him. Isn't it? it I, I mean, this is so stupid. That, that dog, the bounty hunter, is now searching for him. In Florida still. They've got fan boats going through marshes and shit. Oh, here, oh, here's here's the dog talking about it yesterday. Let let's see what this moron has to say. The best. Jail- okay, that's jailhouse lawyer on sale. Some book. I don't care about that. Uh huh. Let's see. We got eight seconds of this ad left. Her body was found in Wyoming. He came back. I I I don't even care about. Florida in Fort DeSoto. It's almost dark. So we had a very good lead come up today. No, you didn't. That he was down here in this park, not very far away. No. We checked our lead out. It is confirmed. The parents were down here two times. It was September 1st through the 3rd and September 6th through the 8th. Okay, it's September 30th now. to stay at this park. Idiot. went through the gate. They're on camera. They were here. And they did enter. They did come here. Allegedly, what we're hearing is two people left on the 8th. Three people came in on the 6th, and two people left on the 8th. I think he's been here for sure. 
Wow. So, there's a lot of wow. islands around. Good, good job, detective dipshit. Why then is your daughter asking for people in North Carolina? Oh, I hate Dog the Bounty Hunter so much. Oh, if I could get away with running over someone with my car, he would be he would be near the top of that list. Standing right next to this Harvard professor that I'm about to talk about. A Harvard professor cites studies to highlight perverse consequences of trigger warnings. Trigger warnings are not as beneficial for students as prominence in, uh, proponents insist, and in some cases may be causing more harm to students who may suffer from PTSD. I wish I was on video right now and you could see me just rubbing my face. Trigger warnings. Let me just say this right now. Let me. Let, let, this is going to be a part of my whole fuck your feelings. Maybe that's a book I'll write. I'll write the book, Fuck Your Feelings. Trigger warnings. Okay. I, I, I just want this to go out and, and, and everybody know that this is true. Everyone. Everyone in this country has had a traumatic event happen in their life. Okay? Is it at the level of seeing your brother in arms blown up in front of you? I got to say no. I, I don't have anything that would be equal to that. Not at all. Not even when I think back to my own suicide attack, or suicide attempt, attack, attempt, I hate the smell of blood now. There was so much blood in my room when I slipped my wrists. I used to not worry. I, I knew what blood smelled like, but now that smell makes me sick. But I don't go and rock back and forth in the corner going, oh, the smell of blood. There's something that happened. You deal with it and you move on. Now, I'm not talking about people that are raped or incest has happened, or something terribly violent has happened to them. These people that have this quote-unquote PTSD could be from their mom and dad yelling at them when they were growing up. That shit ain't real. I'm just here to tell you that shit ain't real. Everybody has had at least one bad thing happen to them. And now a, a Harvard... A Harvard... Some fucking smart guy has come out and said, oh, trigger, trigger warnings are bad. Shut up, dick face. Now, now there's not even trigger warnings because those are bad. I am so sick of the pussies in this country. When are Americans going to stop being such pussies? Fucking put your big boy or big girl pants on one leg at a time. And say, I got this. I swear to God. Amen. My brother passed away in a car accident when I was 16. 
It's still hard sometimes. I'm 45, but you got to keep your head up and keep living. I'm not telling you to forget about what bad things happen to you. I use the bad things that happen to me in my life as motivation for them not to happen again. That's how I move on. I've told you the story of my brother, Tom. My brother, Tom, who retired after a lifetime of being a salesman, he sold appliances, he sold carpeting, he he sold everything that he could, and he was a great salesman. Turned 65 years old, retired. Three days later, three days later, they found a softball-sized tumor in his calf. And it was not benign. So what'd they do? They cut his leg off. Above the knee. All he wanted to do was play golf in his retirement. He earned it. Cut his leg off. Got a prosthetic. I teased him about the prosthetic. I said, well, your Halloween costumes are set from now on. You're going to be a fucking peg-legged pirate. And he laughed because he wasn't a pussy. Tom learned how to play golf on that in like two months. He was playing golf all the time. About three months after they cut his leg off, they found out, uh uh-oh, the cancer has mastocized in his shoulder, and now it's spreading everywhere. And he told me on the phone, he goes, they're not going to cut my fucking shoulder off. He said that he would get the treatments, he would get the chemo, he would get all that kind of stuff. Didn't work. He died in a hospital bed. Do you know what that taught me? I'm I'm sad about it to this day because I miss Tom. Tom was the only family member outside of my dad that I had any real relationship with. I learned from it and I moved on. That if I ever go to a doctor again, probably not, and they say, Arnie, we found a giant tumor insert in your stomach and and it is cancer. I'd tell them, hey, take it out, that's fine. You want to take it out, take it out. That way you can study it and all that kind of shit. But that's about it. I'm not going to, you're not cutting off my legs. You're not cutting off my arms. And I'm really not going to go through the treatment. I'm content. Because I saw how much pain he went through. How much pain his family went through. I would rather, honestly, I'll tell you this right now, I would rather just die. Because the PTSD that goes involved with that is the hope. When it comes to cancer, that's all they can give you is hope. Hope doesn't pay the bills. Hope doesn't dry tears. Hope is an empty promise. You can hope in one hand and shit in another and see which one gets full first. Yeah, but think if you had a fake arm or leg, all the shit you could smuggle out of stores. Fucking Triple uh, Triple T yesterday tagged me in an Instagram post of these kids inside of an Ulta in Chicago, and they were cleaning that out, and they're being videotaped, and nobody's stopping them. 
They're just cleaning that place out. They didn't have fake arms and legs. I just got to take bags with me places. Cowboys Girl says, I love that you can talk about that time because you're so much stronger now. I remember that day and how sad I felt for you. The world would be worse off without you, Arnie. We need your uncensored voice and comedy in our lives. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I don't want to be a guinea pig. I don't want to be cut up. I don't want any of that. I want to live my life the way I want to live my life. Hope is a girl's name. That's the best way it can be put right there, Triple T. All right, we're going to take a – well, actually, I'll do this story here. Uh, Man, I have such a good story to end the show with today. It's going to be one of my all-time favorite stories, and I hope I can get through it without fucking tearing up. An attempt by Whole Foods to connect with the black community has fallen short. And it's, there are signs outside of whole markets or whole food markets that say, racism has no place here. We support the black community. By the way, uh, <laughs> I don't see a lot of signs that say racism is okay in our house. F you, black community. <laughs> But Whole Foods wants to make sure everybody knows they're on that side. By the way, this has got to be the stupidest thing. Somebody fucking finally called them out on on Twitter and they said, okay, so put a a location in a black neighborhood. Yeah, you ain't going to see that shit happen. You know why? Let me just tell you why. I would say that a a lot, and I'm not black. So I can only speak kind of here. A lot of black folks are what we call pragmatic. Meaning, if they want to get broccoli, and nobody fucking likes broccoli. uh, One of my jokes today. By the way, the jokes today on TikTok. I'll start with the broccoli one. What's the difference between a booger and broccoli? Kids won't eat broccoli. What's ugly and eats pussy? This is so bad. Cervical cancer. And how does Kurt Cobain collect his thoughts? With a dustbuster. You know who doesn't care about appealing to the black community? Uncle Honky's clear whiskey. <laughs> but see, the black community, I think, as a whole, is more pragmatic. And they get, like, I don't know, is it called a head of broccoli or a bunch of broccoli? If it's $2.99 at their local grocery store, at Whole Foods, it's like $7.99. It's the same shit. Oh, I fucking hate, I hate Whole Foods. Who the fuck needs an olive bar? Good God almighty. All right, phone number, 775-357-FANS. The website, arnieradio.com. You can always hit me up right here on Mixler. We're going to call Joe Murphy and uh, get him on the air here and go over this week's college football and NFL next. Well, lately things have been a little complicated. Politics, life has got me down. 
is overrated And the boys and girls and me been working on the sand Well, a little happiness, a little love is all I wanted Sure as hell, thought I'd found it, but how I'm wrong She left my heart feeling tawny And my memories all haunted But it's her right there to thank all my songs Every day I'm smoking my brain hazy All I can do to keep them going crazy But the paranoia's slowly creeping in I keep drinking myself silly On the way for this hillbilly And I thank God for this here life sin Look in the mirror and despise the sight of everything All I've become Level up my medicated Some might find intimidating That's alright, it don't bother me
can get so hazy Maybe get high and play a little gold tonight On that old 64 But if you get sick and manage to kick And get yourself kicked out of the Navy Well, you spend the next year trying to score From a futon life wrapped on the floor And the next 15 trying to figure out What the hell you did that for going right there uh all right i'm calling joe murphy right now as we speak turn this down so i can hear the phone ring so i can hear joe hello my main man murph what is going on oh buddy nothing much you're getting earlier on me every week it's a good thing but that's all I think about is football. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad. Well, well, see, I got to throw a curveball at you at the beginning here. Yeah, I know. I know. It, the season is going so well. I mean, I, does anybody have a number to a good bankruptcy attorney? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of bankruptcy, did you hear what Dollar Tree is doing? Dollar Tree is what? raising prices. Well, they're, they're, yeah, I saw that. I saw that they're they're averaging selling stuff more than a dollar. Yeah, that's bullshit. They can no know, longer be called Dollar Tree. I know. There's a there's a do, there's a dollar store here in Reno that has uh, it's it's not a dollar store. It's like a, a independently owned one. Mm-hmm. It says Dollar and More. I go Dollar and More. That's every store. Yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> the dollar store. Everything is a dollar. This is yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I, I'm bullshit. suing. I'm suing Dollar Tree. God damn it. It's ridiculous. Uh, how, did, world go to hell. how did you do last week in your picks, Joe? I didn't do very good at all. Last week was a crazy week. I it mean, was. insane. I mean, hey, I did pick Arkansas over A&M. I just want to point that I out. Did. I picked I, the Hawks. I did, too. I did, too. I, I, but I got scared. I, too, I also like Baylor over Iowa State. But oh. I was going to bet him straight up to win, but I got scared, and I took the points. I ended up winning them. But uh, I, I should have got scared because they both won outright. I, I, I'm, I'm so pissed at the polls right now. How in the fuck can, can Clemson still be number 25, yet my beloved Longhorns go out and score a gajillion fucking points last week, have beat a ranked team, and they can't get in the top 25 with one loss, but Clemson's in there with yeah, two. That's, I know. I heard you commenting on that. That is kind of odd. I, they're just giving, you know, I mean, I could see maybe if, they were in the SEC, but they're in the ACC. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's horseshit. Yeah, it's a lack of respect. All right, here we go, Joe. We're going to start with some college games first. We've got a big one to start off the day on Saturday. The eighth-ranked Hogs, 4-0, and taking on the second-ranked Bulldogs, also 4-0, and in Georgia. Arkansas, yeah. Georgia. What do you think, Joe? 
Well, obviously, we think Georgia's going to win this game. It's 20 points, 19 and a half points. That's a lot of points. But uh, Alabama, I don't know. They've, they've stuttered a little bit. So I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean Georgia, I'm sorry, Georgia. Uh, Georgia, I don't know. The 19, Georgia's going to win that game, but I don't know if it's by 20 points. I don't know if I, I mean, I get too many points, I think. I, I, I agree with you. I think that there's a rumor going around right now at the University of Texas that Steve Sarkeesian lost the Arkansas game on purpose. That's horseshit. All you Texas fans out there need to know that nobody wants to ever lose a game on purpose. Because right. one loss can knock you out, and it's shown to knock us out. We're not going to make the playoff this year. Fuck, Clemson has a better chance of making the playoff than we did, even though <laughs> that we lost to a top-10-ranked school now. Uh, yeah. I'm going out you on a not- limb. I'm going to say Arkansas wins by one point. Wow. I'm, ta- I'm taking wow. the Hogs. I- I- I'll take the points, but I'm not that. I, I-, I can't, yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> Hey, that's fair. I look, man. It's crazy. It, th- this year has been a weird year. Next game we got up is uh, where we got it. Where's uh, Cincinnati? The Alabama. Uh, no, I got Cincinnati. Uh, Alabama's gonna win. It, it's Alabama. Yeah. I had it. I, I sent them to you yesterday. Yeah, no, I got it. Cincinnati. You got Cincinnati and uh, yeah, I'm trying Cincinnati, to uh, in Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. I'm trying to find yeah. where it is here on the on the card. And see what the point spreads I got is. What, what no, point spread not. do you have? It's crazy. Cincinnati's favored by about a field goal. Are you serious? Yep. Wow, boy, there is no respect for the Irish this year. I'm telling you, I thought they. I mean, I, I, I thought Wisconsin would beat them, and they whooped up on Wisconsin. They killed Wisconsin last week. Yeah. I was shocked at that. I yeah. was, I was literally blown away with that. Okay, I can't find it, so fuck it. But we'll still talk about it. Uh, yeah. I, I don't look. I, it's I, at Notre Dame. Yeah, Cincinnati's it, laying a couple, and it's, it's field goal two and a half. It's at Notre Dame. I like Notre Dame. Yeah, I'll take Notre Dame all day long in that game. I know Cincinnati's ranked and everything, but come on, seriously that 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 that's yeah. just stupid. Now we that's do have we have to talk about Alabama because they're playing a ranked team, number twelve Ole Miss, who somehow Ole Miss is undefeated. They're taking yeah. on. They're taking on Bama. Bama's number one team in the country. Damn it. And, of course, we got Ole Miss riled up because, of course, uh, Eli Manning did a double flip-off to all fans. I love Eli for doing By the way, <laughs> have you watched any of that coverage? I finally watched the Eli and Peyton Manning coverage. It, I don't care for it. I like it. I like it. I was hoping me and you could do it on ESPN4. Oh, well, you and I would be entertaining because we would be cursing. <laughs> We would be saying that guy fucking sucks, but yeah. uh, um, I, I I don't see how this is only Alabama's only laying fourteen and a half points in this game. Yeah, but that's what I was saying. I, here, and then here, that's why because look at their last two games, they they didn't route people like they used to, you mm-hmm. know, and so they're, so they're not they're not laying a bunch, but uh, you know, so I think it's a tough game to pick, but uh, I, I you know. I, but it's at Alabama. Maybe Alabama pops back into form and just blows them out like they do everybody. Uh, all right, next game on here. Now, now we got to pick our teams. So we'll start with your your beloved Nebraska Cornhuskers, two and three on the season. Not a good start yeah. for you guys. No, we we did give Oklahoma a battle, but 
Oh, you should have won that game. God damn it. Oh, you guys man. That, that game. was the most frustrating thing I've ever watched oh, in my life. I'm just telling you this right now. Next weekend, Texas beats OU. I don't even care what the spread is right now. Texas is beating Oklahoma this year. We're knocking Spencer Rattler out. That weird albino okay. kid is out. But this now, week, first, we got to talk about Northwestern at Nebraska. Now, Nebraska's laying 11 and a half. I personally... I don't see Nebraska. I don't like laying any points. I don't think they should be laying any points, but uh, I see Nebraska by a touchdown. I I think Nebraska is due. I, I mean, this is a school that has been due for a long time. You don't yeah. go from, like, the penthouse to the outhouse as fast as Nebraska has. I've never seen yeah, that before. I know. I know. And my, I know. my Longhorns are trying to be that way. But, man, oh, man, Nebraska got too much pride. Come on. Let's yeah. go, Huskers. I'm taking Huskers, and I'm laying the points. All right. All right. I'll, I'll go with you then. Okay. And then our final college game that we have to talk about. Well, let's hit it real quick. Oh, yeah. In Fort Worth this week, the almighty Texas Longhorns. Three and one taking on the two and one. And they just lost to SMU last week in the Cast Iron Skillet Bowl. <laughs> uh, taking on TCU, yeah. Texas is laying five points on the road. What do you think, Joe? Easy money, easy money. Let's go with the Longhorns on this one. Yeah, I I, I like it. I, go I ahead. think the Longhorns. I, you know, I I thought I thought maybe that uh, that Arkansas loss, you know, kind of kicked them in the butt a little, woke them up. Yeah. So. Well, here's a stat that you need to keep an eye on: Casey Thompson, the quarterback for the Longhorns, in his last 18 drives. 15 touchdowns. Nice. That is, and, yeah. and I think there are two field goals in there, too. So in his last 18 drives, that's not 18 red zones. That's 18 drives. The Longhorns have scored a touchdown. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think the Longhorns, I think they put it together. I really do think uh, uh, they're a team to be reckoned with. And I think if they stay with only one loss, you know, they, they might have a shot at making that final four. I, I agree. I, I, I agree. Uh, look. Last week in Oklahoma, the, the crowd wanted the backup quarterback because Spencer Rattler is not that good. I told yeah. everybody, I told everybody he wasn't that good, but they want to start it. And, and look, you can't go away from him because he hasn't really lost yet. Right. Longhorns are going to hurt that kid. Uh, Jeff Yo says, TCO has been our kryptonite, though. Yeah, and and Gary, Gary Patterson, the head, or whatever that guy's name is, the head coach at TCU, he's got an ass whooping coming to him, and I think it's this week. And I thought... I thought that uh, Tech was Texas Tech was going to give you guys a battle, but boy, that thing was—I couldn't even. I, every time I turned around, it was like a track meet. We scored seventy fucking points against them. I know it, it should have been even more, but goddamn, we we pulled the reins. We said no, oh, big fella. Oh man, oh that was great. All right, let's move to the NFL, shall we, Joe? Okay. We'll start with tonight's game. Tonight's game is one that is not for fans. This game is, this is a shit bowl game here. The, That's what they do to the NFL Network. Jesus, the 0-3 Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the 2-1, and and how they got to 2-1, nobody fucking knows. The Cincinnati Bengals. Joe, what do you think? I've got the line. Uh, what, what line do you think it should be? Okay. Uh, let's see. We've got the, I've got the Bengals. Then I would give the Bengals by a touchdown. Seven and a half. Good job, Joe. Way to go, buddy. Yep. And I think it's going to happen. I think the Bengals, the Jacksonville, it's just, 
Oh, it's just another bad, bad year for those funny folks down in Jacksonville. How long does Urban Meyer last in Jacksonville? Well, you got to give him a couple of years, obviously. So, you know, after next year, he, he, you know, he better have about five or six wins next year, or you know, it's probably over with. Okay, and the quarterback in Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence, because they're they're making this a, a big, you know, Joe Burrow versus Trevor Lawrence. You know, Joe Burrow, right. the LSU quarterback. How long does Trevor Lawrence stay in Jacksonville? Is well, he gone after know. the first depends contract? His, depends on his contract, I guess. I mean, I'm sure he's got. I'm sure he's got a couple years there for sure. Because uh, you know that's a great place to go for a guy coming out of college. Because you know there's nobody. You know, I mean, they're, they're willing to try anything. Yeah, I, I don't see him. I, I see him finishing out his rookie contract. Depending on what his numbers are this year, he might be trade bait next year at draft time. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Young Harm says he's got money line on Jacksonville. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. All right. Sundays. First game I got on the ticket, the one and two Washington Redskins at the one and two Atlanta. I'm sorry, Washington football team. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm not politically yeah. correct. Yeah. Against the uh, Atlanta Falcons, who are also one and two. I have the Falcons again and a touchdown. Wow. The line the ESPN is reporting is Washington minus a point and a half. Wow. And that's on the road. Neither one of these teams are good. No, I, I mean, no. and how, and, and how long has Dad and I been in the league? Like fifty years. I know <laughs> he's been there longer than Adrian Martinez has been quarterback <laughs> in America. <laughs> I mean, he's gone through what two head coaches? Yeah, uh, the head coach is the problem, not Matty Ice. I I don't know what to think about this game. I'm I'm picking the Falcons. Just because I hate everybody in my division. So, and Washington's in my division. Okay. I'll, I like the Falcons, too, though. Uh, Oga yeah. says, Urban Meyer will leave Jacksonville and claim health issues. Then get a, go to a good college team and suddenly feel better. Yeah, absolutely. That's Urban Meyer is just waiting for the Notre Dame job to open up. Uh, all right. Next game up, we have the... Oh, God, the Houston Texans. What a fucking... What, what a garbage fire that is. Uh, yeah. Taking on the two and one Buffalo Bills. Uh, again, I think the Bills. Uh, the Bills. Uh, I would say the Bills has got to be about another touchdown favorite at least. ESPN has them as minus sixteen points. Wow! Wow! <laughs> that's huge in the NFL. That's yeah, such that's a big huge spread. That's 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 like I think like seventeen or eighteen, like the biggest spread ever in the mm-hmm. NFL. Wow, so that's crazy! Uh, I, I don't like that many points. Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to root for the Bills. Yeah, I look. I think the Bills win 16 points. I mean, they could win 20 to three and they cover, and that doesn't sound like it's that bad. Uh, I like the Bills, but I don't like the spread. I don't like the spread. Yeah. I hate 16 point spread. I hate it. The Texans suck, though. The Texans yeah. are awful. Uh, all right, here's another awful team. Too awful. God damn. Thank God we're not fans of the NFC North. The 0-3 Lions are taking on the 1-2 Chicago, for now, Bears. The black black and boring division. Yes. God damn. What do you think about that, Joe? Who's Uh, the favorite? I would think that game's like a pick-em. 
Uh, Ch- <laughs> Chicago minus three. So pretty close to being a pick them there. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, for me, the thing, the game is so boring. I just would take the home team in the Man, this is going to be one of the least watched games ever in NFL history. I, I got to <laughs> say it right now. And the Bears are talking about moving out of Soldier Field, even though they did like $40 million in renovations a few years ago on it. They want to leave, and who knows where they're going to end up. So, fuck the Bears. Bears suck. Uh, <laughs> All right, here we go. Finally, I have a Sunday game to watch. The Cowboys have been on Sunday night. They've been on fucking Monday night. They're on night games all the time. I finally have a daytime game to watch. The undefeated Carolina Panthers are coming to Dallas to take on the 2-1 and one Cowboys. Wow. Uh, even though Carolina's undefeated, uh, I've got to say the Cowboys are probably a slight favorite. Cowboys are a four and a half point favorite at home. Yeah. After yeah. that, I, ass I like a lot of people after the last game, uh, when when they won uh, a lot of the the was the Sunday the Monday night game, mm-hmm. uh, they were talking that Dallas, you know, might be the premier of the NFC right now. They could so. be. I, I, it, it's too early to tell. I, I look, I the way they played Monday night, that was a perfect game. I mean, Zeke yeah. had a good game. His backup had a good game. Dak had a good game. The receivers were good. The defense was great. I can't trust that that's the way it's always going to be, but I'm going to go ahead and take my beloved Cowboys in this game, and I will lay the four and a half points. Okay. Oh, oh, wait, the running back? Uh, what, What's the name for uh, McCafferty isn't playing this week? Oh, Cowboys win. Oh, yeah, that's right. Christian's Holy shit. Out. Oh, he's out? Fuck, we won this game. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, God. Here's another. Bad. They had a couple of real big injuries of Carolina Panthers. Yep. You know. uh, all right. Here you go. Here's another shit bowl. The Indianapolis Colts are on the road. The 0-3 Colts taking on the 1-2 Miami Dolphins. Now, I, we don't know. Is Tua back in? I do not know. I don't have any depth charts in front of me yeah. right now. So. So, I don't know. I think he might be back. I think he sat out last, but I think he's back. Um, I have the Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins been a field goal favorite. Uh, yeah, the Dolphins are minus two here. Is Carson Wentz playing for Indianapolis now? Is he going to be there? I don't know if he's hurt either. They're showing his stats up here on ESPN, which means usually they're playing, but... I, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think the Colts are another fucking garbage fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, I, yeah. I, I think the Dolphins are going to win at home in another terrible game. Yeah. Right. I'll go with the Dolphins on that. Okay. How about the 2-1 and one Cleveland Browns taking on the 1-2 and two Minnesota Vikings? Okay. This game, I would have to say, uh, I would have to say that this has got to be the Vikings' a slight favorite. Cleveland is a two-point favorite. I like the Vikings. I I I, I don't know what Viking team's going to show up. Young Harm just told me Tua is on the IR, so Tua's probably not playing this week, Joe. Okay. For Miami. Ouch. Ouch. So, Kirk Cousins against Baker Mayfield. Ugh. Well, God, that just think. fucking shoot me if I was a fan. God <laughs> almighty. This is why I don't have the NFL package anymore because i don't want to see garbage games like this yeah yeah I, I'm, I'm gonna take the Vikings. 
I don't. I, it's just I, I, the Browns. I think the Browns will show up again. The Browns have been playing well. I, I am. I'm not a. I don't hate Baker Mayfield. But I do. I do. I just uh, just let that out there for do. everybody to know. Each week, I hate Baker Mayfield. I know you do. So we got the. We, we're both in agreement that the Vikings win this game. Yep. Uh, all right, boy. Here's a team. Here's a team that could not play. I don't see the New York Giants winning a game this season. They're 0-3. They're going on the road against the 2-1 and Saints. Saints should probably land 10. Seven and a half. Okay. That's uh, free money. That's free money. Yeah, okay. Do you like the Saints then? All right, yeah, because the Giants, yeah, like you said, they're, they're, they're pretty bad. They might be the new Jacksonville. <laughs> well, that would only make me happy. Having the New York Giants suck out loud for a while, that would be great. I'm not I'm not 100% sold on the Saints with Jameis Winston as their starting quarterback. But in yeah, this game, either. in this game, I'm going to go ahead and take the Saints just because I think the Saints are going to kick the shit out of the Giants. Yeah, I, like I said, I think they will too. I think the Giants are, you know, I, I, I don't even know if I can name a player on the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> I can only name one. I can name Saquon Barkley. Oh yeah, right. that's it. Yeah, and he finally scored his first touchdown of the season last week in Game Three. That's how bad they are. Mike D wow. says upset of the week, New York by a field goal. All right, all right, cool. Uh, next game up, the two and one Tennessee Titans taking on the 0-3 New York Jets. The Jets finally get a win. Really? Yeah, I have the Titans. What, Titans are favored by a field goal, baby? I got them by a touchdown. Okay, I like the Jets in an upset special. Wow, that, that's a huge upset special. <laughs> Man, I, I, I have a rule on the show because my ex-wife was from Tennessee, so I never picked Tennessee teams. So I, I am going to go ahead and risk my record. Because I only have one loss this season so far, and that was the Cowboys' first day, first game of the season. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. I, I'm going to second you, Joe. I take the Jets in this game. Nice. There you go. Upset of the week. Now, something's got to give here in this next game. What is wrong with the Kansas City Chiefs this year? They're That's one and yeah, they're two. They're one and two. You'd think they'd be three and oh right now. Or at least two and one at the worst. And they're taking on... The one and two Eagles, and by the way, the Eagles are not that good. No, they're not. No, they're not. I, I, the Chiefs, I, I think we're both maybe in agreement. The Chiefs bounce back and get it together finally. The Chiefs are a seven-point favorite on the road in Philadelphia. I look for the Chiefs to come back and, and, and claim as the best team in the NFL with a route of the Eagles. Yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and take the uh, the Chiefs in that. Mike D says Super Bowl hangover. Well, they lost the last Super Bowl, so that hangover needs to go the fuck away. Right. Chiefs, the Chiefs are not a good team this year, and I don't know if Andy Reid's going to be there because he didn't. He, he got carted off the field last week. Yeah, exhaustion. What's he going to be doing? Those headphones too heavy, or what? Uh, well, he he was at a buffet before the game. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Let's see, Casey's got no defense, and they're doubling a hill, plus their RB is garbage. Okay. Uh, how about this one? Now, th something's got to give in this game. The undefeated, and it pains me to say that for both these teams, 
Arizona Cardinals are on the road against the undefeated Matt Stafford-led L.A. Rams. I'm riding the Rams. I think they're for real. What do you think the point spread is? Uh, I would have the Rams by a field goal. They they got the Rams by minus four and a half. Okay, I I'll lay the four and a half. I, I think the Rams are for real. I think they're gonna. I think they might be the NFC Championship game. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I think if the Rams, and I'm not talking about Stafford here, I'm talking about everybody around Stafford. If they stay healthy and keep him upright, they're not a bad team. So I'll take the Rams in this game too. The Rams stay undefeated. How crazy is that? That would be crazy. I mean, yeah. I, I, the Rams, I mean, they, 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 they just never stuck out as a great team. And I just think this year, I've watched them. We get a lot of Rams football back west here now. So uh, I've watched them, and I really do think that they are a, a, a really good team. Uh, Mike D says, fuck the Rams. One injury away from being mediocre, but they beat the overrated Cardinals. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, let's see. How about the one and two Seattle Seahawks on the road against the two and one 49ers? Oh, and they lost so dramatically on Sunday night. Yeah. And, uh, Seattle killed me. Seattle last week too. So the hell with Seattle. I'm not taking the Niners. Uh, the Niners have got to be about a touchdown favorite. They're only a two and a half point favorite in this game. Well, then I love them. I'm taking the Niners. Uh, I, I will only take the Niners because, A, I hate Pete Carroll. I hate the Seattle Seahawks. And the head coach of the 49ers played football at the University of Texas. So I got to go with Kyle Han- Shanahan and the Niners in this game. Okay. Yeah. I like them, too. Uh, Ogre says the Niners were two coaching calls away from winning that game. I fucking hate Shanahan. <laughs> Okay. Uh, all right. How about the Ravens, the two and one Ravens, against the undefeated Denver Broncos? That game has got to be a pick'em. Uh, they got Denver minus one. Okay, pretty much it. I like Denver at home. I've always, you know what? I hate the Ravens. The Ravens just, they just, to me, they just seem like they just never can score. Even with even with Lamar Jackson, yeah, I mean, well, I guess I'm, I'm I guess I'm stuck in the Flacco years, I guess. But yeah, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, he, he is really. I, I do like watching that kid play, but uh, I just think sometimes he gets a little too, a little too risky. Okay, you know, he he likes to run all over the place, and one of these days he's going to get popped in the knee and. And it's all going to be over for the kid. All right, so you're, I like the Broncos at home. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Ravens in this one. I like the Ravens. I I, I don't believe that the Broncos are really three and zero. That that that's okay. all I got to say. I I don't believe in that record. Um. Uh. Next one up. Uh. Afternoon game. The last afternoon game on Sunday before Sunday night football. The one and two Pittsburgh Steelers who just lost to Cincinnati. Taking on they're the two and one Packers. Yeah, there were claims that the Steelers just gave up in that game. I was reading somewhere, but uh, I'm a Steeler fan. I don't know. I have the Packers. Uh, the Packers are probably favored by what a touchdown? Six minus six and a half. Wow, I, I'm taking the points in the Steelers. I, we, I got to. I, 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 we've got to get on the right track. So that's going to be my heart bet for the week. Is I'll take the Steelers just because I need them to win. 
I don't like Aaron Rodgers' long hair, and that's enough for me to pick against them. Uh, I, I will take the Steelers in a game that's close. I, I don't know how many more games that the Packers can win in the last seconds of the game. I, I, I'm just going to – I'm going to take – I'm going to take Omar Epps as the head coach of the Steelers in this game. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, he had, he's going to answer the casting call if they ever have that movie. <laughs> All right. Here we go. This, to me, is the biggest game, I think, of the year. Sunday night football. Gillette Stadium, Foxborough, Massachusetts. Tom Brady is coming home. But he's and he's, and he's going to spoil it. Because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are probably favored by seven. Yeah, and I see him winning. I see him. I see Tom Brady just taking it out on on Bill Bell and Belichick. Get a new sweatshirt for God's sake! <laughs> I think I think Tom Brady treats the Pat Patriots like he j- treats Giselle on Anything Goes night. He is going to <laughs> stick it in and break it off. Oh, oh no. Not to mention Wait, not to mention Gronk is going to be coming back. These are two all-time <laughs> Patriots. Send the kids to the babysitter. Amen. Man, you know, if you're a Patriots fan, do not watch this game. Your heart it's will explode. Yeah. Oh, I think I think the Buccaneers win this game like 47 to 3. Wow. Yeah. Oh, they, uh, yeah. I, I like the Bucks in this thing, too. Woo. Yeah. I the Patriots are basically got nothing left. Yeah. And then they, they threw a gigantic bone to Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football has been getting some good games this year. The Monday oh, Night yeah. game is the undefeated Las Vegas Raiders taking on the 2 and 1 Los Angeles Chargers. Raiders are probably laying a field goal. The the Chargers are actually laying a field goal in this game. Wow. I, I think the Raiders, there's something special about this team. I hate, like I said, I hated the Raiders. But since they've taken over Nevada, uh, I got a little place in my heart for them. And I just, I, I guess, I mean, against the Steelers, they look good. They look good last week. I just think they got a special team. I, 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 like, I like the Raiders. Douglas says Raiders. Young Harm says Chargers all day. Fuck you, Arnie. This is going to be the game of the week. No, I think, oh, I no, Stackhar, yes. I agree with you. I, I think on a football-wise, I think this is a great game. I think Tom Brady going back to, to New England is just the storybook of the year. And he's yeah. gonna, like I said, he's going to put it in and break it off. The Raiders-Charger game, I see going back and forth, back and forth. I think the last team that has the ball wins the game at SoFi Stadium there in L.A., and I think I, I, I got to go with, oh, geez. I, man, you know what? Here, I'm, I'm going to make this pick. You ready? This yep. game will end in a tie. We're going to have a tie this season. Bam. All right. Bam. That All just right. happened. I won't go because I, I got to vote for the Raiders. At least the Raiders, when they, you know, they moved, to, you know, they moved into Vegas. They're the Las Vegas Raiders. The Chargers should still be in San Diego. Amen to that, brother. Uh, all right, Joe. Well, I will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend watching football, my friend. Thanks, buddy. Hey, good luck to you, Longhorns. And I'll be rooting for the courthouses too, buddy. a baby. All right, Joe. Joe, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. Thanks, Joe, for being on the show. Um, Young Harms says, Derek Carr is just not that good to me. Douglas is giving me the finger. 
Doug says two Monday night games for the Raiders. When was the last time that happened? Uh, look, I think the Raiders are good. I think that this is such a tough game to pick. I mean, it, it's too hard for me to pick in this game. I, I asking for a tie. Psh, I'm not asking for a tie. I'm picking a tie. I don't want a tie. I hate ties. But ties do happen in this league. Look, this is going to be. I, if that Derek Carr shows up that that wins these games and, and is dominant, then I don't see the Raiders losing. But I don't know if that Derek Carr shows up this week. I, I'm just saying, and, and, and Justin Herbert, that's his name, the quarterback for the Chargers, that kid is not fucking bad. It's just the rest of the team that I don't know if is going to be there. So that's why it's hard to be. Look, I'll, I'll, let me just go ahead. I'll piss off the Charger fans. I'll pick the Raiders. There you go. Hey, Arnie, can you announce either a Longhorn or Cowboy game once this year live on Mixler? I could probably do that. I could probably do the play-by-play for a Cowboys game. Or yeah, You guys tell me. Uh, I, it won't be the Oklahoma. I can't do the Oklahoma game. I need to be alone to watch that game. But I'll, I'll do a game this season. Here, hold on a second. Let me, let me see. Let me, let me go to uh, NCAA scores. Okay, let me go to the Beloved. Uh huh. My horns. All right. Let's see. All right. This week we got Rice or, or tech, uh, TCU, then Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Baylor. Ooh, they haven't determined the time on the Baylor game. I. You know what? I, I'll tell you what. I might do the Baylor game. That one's on October thirtieth. I might do that game because I fucking hate Baylor. Oh, there's not a team that I hate more. Well, except Oklahoma and Texas A&M. But I hate Baylor. Oh, I cannot stand Baylor at all. Iowa State, I'm scared of that game. Kansas, we're going to kick the shit out of them. West Virginia, we should beat their ass. And Kansas State, fuck Kansas State. Uh, But, yeah, he can't cry in front of us. Those are two words that you'll never get me to say, Mike D., because that ain't happening this year. I'm just telling you right now, you can start your old uh, D-D-D all you want. Ain't happening this year, Captain. Longhorns are for real. And if it does happen this year, it will be the last Oklahoma win against the Longhorns for the next 16 years. Or at least as long as Steve Sarkazian's there. I'm still pissed off about this goddamn Dollar Tree story. Not that I ever go to the Dollar Tree, because Dollar Tree is just ghetto as shit, but hey, every once in a while, you got to get in there. Uh, All right, we have got a ton of entertainment and celebrity type stories coming up here Uh, next on ArnieRadio.com. 775-357-FANS. I gave you the website. Uh, You can write me at ArnieRadio1 at (laughs) gmail.com.
757-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, welcome back to the big show. Uh, people like the Van Halen break. Christopher says, perfect Van Halen break. Sassy Pammy says, my favorite Van Halen song. Just to let you know, new shirts are available at tpublic.com. All you got to do is go on to my social media. You'll see the link on the, the posts with the new T-shirts. We've got the Mount Rushmore Wrestling. we got Pork Snorkeling Instructor T-shirts. And then a, a shirt from the stand-up show if you'd like to go there. Everything's on sale right now, too. Yeah, you get a big discount on all the shirts right now. T-Public's awesome. They got all the artwork. They do it. Boom, boom, boom. They send it to you. And satisfied customers are everywhere, including me, because I got my Nature is Not Your Friend shirt yesterday. I I think that we should buy this shirt for Jamie Spears. Yep. Good old Daddy Spears has been told goodbye, motherfucker. Oh, it was good to see this yesterday for Brittany. Her daddy has been suspended as her conservator. The lawyer has asked to end the conservatorship. The judge hasn't done that yet. But daddy is no longer a part of Brittany's finances. And now the FBI is looking into her daddy because he bugged her room. He bugged her house. He bugged her cell phone. Uh, my worker, co-worker Rico loved your daily jokes today. Well, thank you. Thank you, Rico. I appreciate that, my man. I love the fact that Brittany is going to be free to do what she wants. Oh, let the craziness ensue. Oh, come on, Brittany. Flop them titties out. Let's go, Brittany. I am all team Brittany on this. There are a bunch of people outside the courtroom yesterday. Some gal's got a megaphone, free Britney. Hey, hon, she's never going to be your friend. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you that right now. Oh, the, dude, Douglas, this is, this is beyond an invasion of privacy. Like, they bugged her phone. Like, like, when she would be sending text messages, her dad was getting her text messages. He bugged her house. He listened in on private lawyer conversations that she was having with her lawyer. And they live in California, and California is not one of those crazy one-party states. Both parties have to know you're being recorded. Oh, man. Brittany, I swear I would never treat you like your dad. Let me take care of you, and we can have the most amazing fat man white trash sex on the planet. Oh, oh, (laughs) oh, man. I I love the fact that she's been free. Good for her. I think she's still fucking nuttier than squirrel shit at Thanksgiving, but, hey, I don't care. As long as she keeps her Instagram page going and she's dancing and jiggling them big old titties. Man, oh, man. And you know, look, we talked about this yesterday. There is a video camera somewhere in that room. I'm I'm just telling you this right here, right now. If you weren't hooked out enough by the recording devices, there's going to be a camera somewhere in that house. And, and he has, I think he has probably rubbed one out. They say he's a, he's a booze hound and he's a, a gamble-holic. Shit. 
I'm telling you right now, if you if you got gambling problems, all you had to do is sell one of Britney's sex tapes, and you are set for life. <laughs> Mike D says, imagine if the government did that kind of thing. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, her fiancé, Sam Asgari. Uh, is the current personal conservator. Jody Montgomery, Jody said that he will stay on even if the conservatorship ends and Brittany is agreeable. What? Now, wait, that whole, this conservatorship is because she kind of lost her mind when she was swinging that, that umbrella and she shaved her head and she had that moment of fucking insanity. We all have moments of insanity. But she hasn't bought anything like, you know, she, she's not like crazy like Michael Jackson. She didn't buy a chimp. She hasn't bought like a fucking, you know, an elephant or anything like that. She hasn't started a ranch called Neverland for kids. <laughs> Hell yeah, there is. You can see Britney shaving her balls. At, how dare you? How dare you say anything negative about Britney Spears? Britney Spears does not have balls unless they're on her chin. Come on now. So Britney Spears is now free of her daddy, at least. We'll see how much more uh, comes out. Uh, Oh, well, we have to do this. Oh, hold on a second here. Let's go to this and go... The former Duke of Sussex and some Yank wish to now tell you how to think. Harry drove a tank. Now he's just a wank. It's the Markles. Megan is ashamed. For nothing she is famed. Here come the Markles. Her magic's really strong. He's given up the bong. It's the Markles. The Queen's pride is hurting when she's not too busy squirting. Her ginger will never last with a shitty half ass podcast. The fame's gone to her head. Philip's glad he's dead. It's the Markles. Oprah takes their calls now that Harry's lost his balls. Here come the Markles. How does she cast the spell? Her legs lead straight to hell. It's the Markles. Here come the Markles. Oi, cool blimey. I'll still say they're a couple of wankers. Oh, they really are. And finally, finally, someone is calling them out. They are being called out due to the fact, and they're being called hypocrites, and rightfully so. They're not being called hypocrites for all the reasons they're hypocrites. I'll, I'll add in a few of those. But the two attended the Global Citizens Live 24-hour concert in New York last week in Central Park. The event, which raised almost a billion dollars in commitments and pledges to fight extreme poverty. They're fighting extreme poverty, yet she has got a dress that costs $30,000 on, 
including her jewelry that's also worth around $30,000. The outfit she wore to this event was $60,000. Then, see, nobody's calling her out for that. Then the part that they're calling her out on is this. The two left the concert and went back to their home in California on a DeSalt Falcon 2000 private jet. Um, They say that uh, a private jet from New York to California is estimated to produce 17 tons of carbon emissions. Blah, blah, blah. How dare you? Oh, Greta's not going to be happy. Greta Thunberg's not happy. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there you go, Ogre. Want to fight poverty? Give up your fucking millions of dollars and work for a fucking living. They even go to say that Prince, Prince Charles and even Prince Harry take scheduled flights. Now, does that mean, like, you can get on a Delta and if you're in first class, you can sit next to them? Boy, I tell you what, that's something else. Because you know they ain't going to sit and coach. You know Prince Charles and Prince fucking Harry, or, or Prince William, ain't sitting in coach. They gave up their first class seats to Carmella and the other broad? No. Oh, that's so fantastic. Oh. They were branded the least eco-friendly royals based on their travel print ta- travel footprint for last year on saveonenergy.com which allocated points based on eco-positive activities. Uh, really fun fun people that work there at that website. Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you're uber rich like they are and for no reason at all I don't want to hear you talking about fighting poverty. I don't want to hear you talking about the environment. You know what? This is, this, is, this is the problem with rock and roll these days. This is what I want. You know what I want my celebrities to do? I want them to live in the lap of luxury. I don't want to hear them fucking preach to me about giving money to the homeless or, or recycling shit. If you want to do that, you do that on your own. I want my celebrities all to act like David Lee Roth, a pompous jackass. Because that's when celebrities are at their most real. Her outfits in New York last night, I mean, they're so pandering. These two are such panderers. They went and had some down-home food in Harlem. They went and ate soul food. When, When do you think... The Harry has ever had soul food. Motherfucker's a ginger, so he doesn't have a soul to begin with. And I can't think that the queen is slaving over an oven that's got some sweet potato pie in there, some ham hocks, mmm, some greens, mmm, some collard greens. Motherfucker, please. And then she didn't eat that shit either. So don't tell me that you're going to Harlem to have some soul food. Shut up. Harry had soul food when he dressed up like a fucking Nazi for Halloween. Yeah, but we don't talk about when he did that. Remember, we don't talk about that because he is the world's number one citizen. He and Megan. 
by the way, this this is what's so entertaining to me about the Royals. The quiet one, the one we're going to talk about next, because there's a story about he and his fucking ugly wife, uh, Kate. There's a story about that. I'm going to read it here in a second. Nobody gives two shits about William and Kate. They really don't. Nobody talks about them. Nobody cares about them. What made Harry so talkable? Like, he's never done anything. I know that he was in the military, but so was his brother. Meghan Markle was a briefcase holder on... on Deal or no deal. Yet they're addressing crowds and they're telling people to donate money. What kind of bad dream world am I living in? This is why I hate social media. Honestly. It's because of people like like these two and people that, that get all this popularity and then they think they're something based on not having any talent whatsoever. These people that have 13, 14 million followers on, on, on Instagram or on TikTok, they have no talent. I mean, Jesus Christ. It, 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 wow, wow you, have, you have 13 million followers and all you do is lip sync to movies and songs? Wow, way to go. Way to go. You know, Queen Lizzie takes a bucket of wings to the secret room in the palace and eats that whole motherfucker while watching Manchester United games. Belt unbuckled, sauce and shit dropping down her lips, but she's still with the tiara half crocked on her head. She pouts at a new ca- pounds a new castle, chucks it at the TV after Manchester loses, burps loudly, and summons a page to buy a new TV. Oi, oi, oi. Oh, that would be my kind of queen right there. Now, the other two idiots uh, that aren't in charge yet, Prince William and Kate, have released a job listing for a personal assistant. Boy, if I was Prince William, I would have sent that to Harry. Hey, can you get, oh, blimey, oi, can you give this to your wife? We need an assistant. That would be fucking fantastic. Uh, the full-time position is based in Kensington Palace, where they live, and they have their three fucking rotten kids. All right, let's see. Let, let, let me click on the job listing. Okay, it was posted yesterday. Oh. Oh, hold on a second. I can apply? I want to apply. <laughs> Application process. Location, uh, contract type permanent, full-time, 37 and a half hours a week. About the role, we require an experienced PA to provide comprehensive administrative support to a busy team. The role will be responsible for managing diaries, arranging meetings, organizing and assisting with visits, events, and travel. Duties (laughs) will also include handling telephone calls and regularly drafting letters and emails about you. The successful candidate will have had previous personal assistant administrative experience, including managing busy diaries and drafting correspondence. Candidates will have impeccable IT skills and a proactive approach. Excellent organization and communication skills are essential, 
as his attention to detail and a willingness to undertake a wide variety of tasks, meaning wipe their kids' asses. The ability to maintain confidentiality and exercise discretion at all times is essential. Alicia says, I'm not sure what's worse, the Markles and the Royals or the people that love them. Amen to that. Uh, oh, I have to register for this? Man, I don't want to register for it. I won't get the job, but there you go. So here, if you'd like a copy of this and you'd like to register, here you go. This is a job. This is like a job fair they have in Great Britain. Oh, that's funny. That's funny shit right there. Uh, All right, so there you go. I would much rather work for he and Kate. I mean, he's ugly as sin. He's bald, ugly as sin, and she ain't much better. Somebody who I would never, ever work for in a trillion years. And by the way, what happened to her getting canceled? Chrissy Teigen is at it again. This bowling head ball bitch is at it again. In a recent Instagram post, former Chelsea Lately star Heather McDonald called Chrissy Teigen a hypocrite. And then she decided to write her back. She says, I didn't sleep at all last night, as John can attest. I was up sick, sobbing as my phone popped up, a memory of being in the hospital exactly one year ago, losing our baby. So maybe I'm a little sensitive today, but fuck off. When did, wait, 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 wait. I'm just wondering, when did we ever forgive Chrissy Teigen for telling Courtney Stodden to kill herself? I have never seen anyone bounce back in record time from being canceled as Chrissy Teigen. And I need to know right now. I got the music ready. What does Chrissy Teigen offer to us, you know, society? Nasty says, bowling head bitch, uh, bowling head ball bitch. Reminds me of Jenny Joe's smoking colored dog. <laughs> Alicia says, when Obama invited him to, uh, invited them to the birthday party. Tegan should produce an updated Peanuts TV show. No makeup needed for her. She offers nothing with the exception of someone to talk shit about now. Yeah, she got invited to that because John Legend, poor John Legend, John Legends needs to jump, dump her ass. Because I hate John Legend just because he's associated with that thing. You don't know who Chrissy Teigen is? Chrissy Teigen's married to John Legend. She was on Deal or No Deal. That's her biggest thing. She also uh, was the quote-unquote co-host for when LL Cool J had that lip sync battle show. 
This, she's not talented at all. She's talented at shitting out John Legend children. That's it. She has she, nothing. D- Dave Co says she offers so much. Where do I begin? Okay, I'm done. All right, see, I told you. I, I've never seen anybody bounce back, honestly. And, and yes, you're right. It was that birthday party where she got accepted back. I haven't accepted it back. All these people that get canceled. She told a girl to kill herself. Now, I tell people to kill themselves all the time, too. But I'm sure I would have been canceled a long time ago if I was in her position. She is nothing more than a bowling ball-headed fucking skank. She's talking about losing this baby. Look, I, I don't know what that's like, but I'm sure it's happened to a lot of people, and they they, they tend to, to either grow from it, but she hasn't grown from it except fatter. I'm so tired of her. I, I, I really am. Like, if she were to get hit by a bus, I think the world would be a much better place. Oh, she was in Sports Illustrated 2 once. Yeah, I bet she's got shit. She's got a 14 head, her hair. Fucking Peyton Manning makes fun of her poor head. That's how big Chrissy Teigen's forehead is. Yeah, she's using the whole fucking miscarriage to tug at heartstrings. You goddamn right she is. Like they they the, like she she celebrated 70 days sober a couple days ago. I saw that all over social media. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You know how I say on this show, I always root for people when they I'm not rooting for her. I'm ready for her to slip. And I'm telling you, I I, I What's that? Oh, I'm smelling something. I'm smelling it's all bullshit. I don't believe that she's 70 days sober at all. And and my stinker is pretty good on this. Oh, I hate Chrissy Teigen. Oh, I hate that bitch so much. Telling somebody to fucking kill themselves and then getting fucking welcomed back in a, a former president's big birthday party. Insanity. See, th- th- that, that's why so many people hate our country now. I mean, look at it. Look, Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan is fucking crazy as she is. She was right about a lot of shit, but she's been canceled. She's been kicked out of society. Why is she kicked out of society? She's actually a, a decent actress who's made a lot of films and TV shows. Chrissy Teigen has been in, what, one Sports Illustrated, and it was on Deal or No Deal? This is what I think. This is me. You look at John Legend. Okay, John Legend can sing, right? I always thought Chrissy Teigen and Tila Tequila were the same person. Hey, at least at least Tila Tequila was skank. And she put out all the time. To me, this is what happened. John Legend, he can sing like a champ. I'm just going to say it right now. John Legend was a nerd in school. We can all look at him, and he was in choir and all that kind of stuff. And he turned out to be super rich. He's won everything, Academy Awards, American Music Awards, Grammys, all that kind of shit, right? 
he still ain't cool. There's nothing cool about John Legend. Like, he can't dance like Usher. He's a good singer. I wouldn't say great, but he's a good singer. And Chrissy Teigen's one of these gals, one of these ultimate manipulators. Because he got married fairly, fairly young. He didn't allow himself to enjoy. At least I hope he enjoys it now when he's on the road. That, that groupy ass. I hope he's getting a lot of groupy ass on the side. Because I think she swooped in, got her man because she knew he had a ton of money. And his life sucks now. I'll say I, I think she probably abuses him, allegedly. She swung on him. And John Legend is such a fucking weak, limp-wristed fucking twat waffle. He ain't going to swing back on her because she's fucking twice the size of him. She'll kick his ass. So he ain't going to swing back on her. I can't wait until these two get fucking divorced. Oh, I'm going to be so happy. Chrissy Teigen took an Ancestry.com test and said 50% bowling ball and 50% Markle. <laughs> I don't understand it. I'm lost. Why, why she's even a celebrity. That's a gal I'd like to fucking punch. I, I'd like to, and I, I'm, I am so anti-violence against women. But man, oh man, Chrissy Teigen's a girl. I'd li- and, and I'd like to sucker punch her. Man, she's walking by me at an event, and wham! I'll introduce her to the Lord firsthand. Ghost says, do you think she pegs him? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she, she, she's got a finger or two, if not more, up his butthole. Now, somebody who says they're not afraid of cancellation is Bethany Frankel. If you don't know who Bethany Frankel is, she was on The Real Housewives in New York. She has a gigantic jawline. You, you, you know, like when the family guy does the, the British and they have those gigantic jawlines? That's what Bethany Frankel looks like. She owns a company called Skinny Girl. And she posted on Twitter. Uh, she started kind of backlash online over comments she made on a podcast about a transgender kid that attempted, uh, attended a Hamptons all-girls camp. While the former reality star said she doesn't send her kid to the camp, she says she is on an email discussion thread for it when she saw the conversation about the youngster's attendance. Why? W- <laughs> Listening to the podcast, then comment, I was absolutely not wrong, and I'm going to discuss this again this week. Thankfully, I have a platform to clarify what the media loves to distort. I'm not afraid of cancellation, so not afraid of charge discussions. Uh, all right, let's have the discussion. Uh, do a Google search for Sontaran, uh, which is a Doctor Who uh, villain race, and you'll see Chrissy Teigen. All you Doctor Who fans out there know exactly what I'm talking about. All right. All right, so Bethany Frankel now. I don't know what uh, said. There's nothing transphobic about her remarks. What were her remarks? 
She started the discussion about transgender person at the camp by noting the political correctness had made it the craziest year in camp history. One issue that occurred was at an all-girls camp, and a person with a penis who identifies as being a girl went to the camp and was in the bunk with the girls. Now, let's have, let, 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 can we have a real discussion here? Ask family. I don't have children. Thank the Lord above. But if you had an 11-year-old daughter who went away to an all-girls camp, I would like to know really quick what your reaction would be if you found out they let a a boy in there because he has a penis, he's a boy. I don't care if he identifies. I'm so sick of this whole identification bullshit. I identify as a millionaire, so give me money. Um, What would you do? you found out your daughter's camp had a boy that was 11 in their bunk room. Let's see, Young Harm says, I wouldn't care. I'm not threatened by by a boy. That's a girl. Okay. This is where I would have the problem. I'm a stickler for things. My daughter hits hard, though, okay? Um, I would get canceled. We are so fucked as a society right now. Pull my kid or insist that all other kids sleep elsewhere. Tell you this right now. If I, this is what I don't like. Pretty kid says my daughter's a lesbo because she played softball. So who cares? Because you really can't do anything. Well, that's but see, here's the thing, Jeff. Jeff, I understand what you're saying, but this is where we as a people have to come back and say yes, there are things that we can do because these are our children. If you want your kid, who's 11, who thinks he's a girl. To go to camp, find a camp for more transgendered kids. This is a camp for biological girls. I'm sorry that your kid is confused now. And I would say it that condescendingly. Because if little Arnett was at camp, and I found out there's an 11-year-old with a penis at that camp, no! No! Fuck that shit. I'm tired. I am so tired of us have to go, well, we have to respect. No! No! It's still okay to say no in this country to shit. No. I even know, like, I just found this out. I just found this out. There was a kid that I worked with in Reno, one of the understudies. And uh, turns out that she has gone through the transit. Now, I've, I've known, and I've known this kid for a long time, most of that kid's life. 
and he recently transitioned. Now, this is a kid who had a girlfriend, but now he or she thinks he's a girl. Look, man, you want to dress that way when you're an adult, you go right ahead. But I'm saying it right here, right now again. And I know I got in trouble for this a long time ago before any of this cancel shit come up. Let me read what y'all are saying. Uh, These are not our children. Children belong to the government. Uh, After thinking my daughter was a silly uh, 1980s movie, I'd probably shrug it off unless something happened. Then the demon in me is coming out inflicting all kinds of fiery hell on that camp. I, I think that that should come out no matter what. If you play by, this is what I hate. If you follow all the rules that they have in place, okay, you got to pay the exorbitant fee because this is the kind of camp, if she's sending her kid to it, it's going to be one of the high-priced camps. It's an all-girls camp. It says all-girls camp. If there's a penis involved, not a girl yet. Lop that thing off. All right. I don't think that this kid is going to go around raping 11-year-olds because they're 11 as well. But I'm sorry, man. Why why can't we let other 11-year-olds be 11-year-olds? They're at camp. They should be making shitty-looking Indian bracelets, learning how to fucking shoot a, 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 a sticky bow and arrow. They should be paddling down whatever fucking lake. Lake, I want to hump you. They should be doing all that fun stuff for kids, but what we're doing instead now is we're making every kid at that camp grow up and have to deal with real-life issues during summer camp. Why don't you just make your kid... If your kid says they they identify as homeless, are you going to let them live out on the fucking street? And don't give me this bullshit. Well, homeless isn't a sex. I don't give a fuck anymore. If your kid says they want to be homeless, do you allow them to live on the streets? I, I, I hate our world so much. I truly do. And I, if, Arnett came, or if little Arnie Jr. came to me and said, Daddy, I'm a girl, I'd look at my son and I would say, is that what you think you really are, is a girl? Yes, Daddy. Okay, that's fine. When you're 18 and not living in my house, you can you can change, you can wear a dress. I will refer to you as my daughter. But until then, you are my responsibility. And what I say goes. And that means you're a boy. If you're gay, I don't, uh, I look. I'm not going to make you date girls if you're gay. If you're a gay kid, I'll support you. This is this is going above and beyond. I, I mean, at the age of 11, I even think it's a little far-fetched to allow your 11-year-old to say they're gay, but whatever. Uh, Alicia says, if anything happened like the dick was pulled out and other girls saw it, I'd be pissed off and get pissed off that the camp didn't disclose that this was also a non-biological girls. 
Cowboys girl says, I'd pull my daughter out of camp, want my money back, and never send her to that camp again. Young Harm says, I've given up on the gender fight. There are so many people that have. You're not alone. The Virginia governor said the other day that the parents should have had a say in their education. I feel like the government has started to say, fuck you, parental rights. Your kids are mine. That's what Agda Bryan was saying. Uh, if it was disclosed, it was open to all girls. I can read between the lines and decide not to send my kids there. But then pulling that would upset me. I agree with you, Jeff Yo says, because I can't wrap my head around the, the trans thing, honestly. I'm 40. Uh, he's a man. He's 40. Holy shit. He says, I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> Are kids supposed to fully understand that? Exactly. Exactly, because you're, you're forcing your kids to grow up right away. I almost told a kid when I, when I was in Nashville over the, the summer, going to the Alabama show. I saw a kid sitting out of the Grand Old Opry. We're, we're at the Grand Old Opry, his kid's sitting on a bench, and he's fucking huffing and puffing, right? He's by himself, and he's kind of pouting. And I wanted to say something to him, but I didn't, because I, I don't want to inf- interfere in anybody's life. But this is what I would have told him. I said, you don't want to be here, do you? No, no, stupid. I'd look at that kid and say, enjoy this while you can. How old are you? I'm 12. You've got about four years left to enjoy the ride. And then at 16, your parents are going to want you to get a job, and they no longer will be paying for everything. Enjoy this while you can. Look, it might suck right now, but at least you're not at home. You're out doing something. Your parents are paying for it. You ne- you don't have to buy food. You don't have to worry about electricity bills. Man, to go back to that magical time between like 11 and 16, even though I started working at 13. But think back. I, I mean, honestly, I, I want you to do this. I want you to think back. It's hard for me because it was so goddamn long ago. That magical time between 11 and 16. All you had to do was go to school. Your life, and maybe chores around the house to get your allowance. But your parents bought you food. They take you to restaurants. Your life was so life was so simple and fun. Enjoy it while you can. Uh, Mike D says, made up garbage. No way a girl can feel like a boy and vice versa. You're not. Therefore, you could never know. You may feel like what society deems a boy and a girl, but impossible to feel like a gender you're not. I'd like to see the actual number, and I know that we'll never, ever be told the truth on this. There are a lot of parents out there. I'm betting that they're turning their kids into the other sex because that's what they wanted. You know, all these people, and, and I don't have a problem with people finding out the, the sex of their kids beforehand, but they've got all these new intrusive instruments, the 3D imaging, and I have a good friend who works in the 3D imaging because people need to know everything because they want to be prepared and they want to have the baby's room done right. I mean, we're going to have to go back. Half these kids that are born, like, last year and now, 
We're going to have to change all that shit with all these gender reveal parties. Think about that gender reveal party that went wrong and a fucking forest fire started. What happens if that little boy wants to be a girl now? They got to redo it? Uh, let's see. Are you on the same page as me? I didn't see your document until Arnie read it. You know, being Amish looks more appealing these days. Yeah. Doesn't matter to me. You can chop the dick off. The kid is still confused. It says all girls, no trannies. There's a difference. Uh, if my son identified as homeless, it would provide me with an entire room for my Legos. <laughs> Douglas, I have been saying I want to go live with the Amish for the past few years. Orca says transgenders have more rights than women right now. Women are the ones that are getting screwed over in all these decisions with trans. If it is a boy slash man changing, he does uh, uh, women's stuff. If it is a woman girl taking on hormones to change, they still do woman things, i.e. sports, camps, barracks. Yes, Yes, the boys can play in girls' sports, but the girls who transition to boys, they can't. Uh, adulthood, it all goes downhill from here. I got you by one year, big guy. I was 12 when I got a job washing dishes. Yes. I hear you. I cried my first day of high school. I wanted to start my life. Then I cried when I graduated because I wanted to stay a carefree kid. Amen, sassy Pammy. When my daughter was in junior high, she met a boy who thought he wanted to be a girl. In high school, he changed his mind and went back to a boy. That's the thing I can't wait for to happen. All these people that are allowing their five-year-olds, six-year-olds to make decisions, and when that kid changes their mind... I say no, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, you're stuck with it now. All right, Douglas sent me, let's see, what he sent me a link. The sad attacking Ron DeSantis is one of the most unintentionally hilarious videos I've ever seen. Okay, I don't want to join. Wait, is this a video? Okay, here's a video. Let's watch this. Ladies and gentlemen, they're on an airplane. On behalf of your cabin crew, we'd like to inform you that we have officially entered Florida airspace. Now that we're making our final descent, please watch this short message from Governor Ron DeSantis on COVID-19. Thereafter, everyone on board will be required to comply with the state's forever purge. We are not doing any vaccine passports in the state of Florida. We trust people to make their own decisions in this state. We are not going to be bludgeoning people with restrictions and mandates and lockdowns or any of that stuff. They're showing all As kinds Governor of rallies. Stated, while you're within state lines, you do not have to wear a mask. You do not have to get a vaccine. It's America. It's against the law for private businesses or schools to mandate masks or vaccines. And you have the absolute right to infect whoever you want, no, whenever, it. and wherever, with COVID-19. By the way, it, for vaccinated people and do the same. Enjoy your forever purge. COVID-19 is surging again. This is the time to double down. The governor is doubling down. He says students shouldn't be forced to wear masks. If you are. By the way, why is that bad? 
trying to lock people down, I'm going to stand in your way. Florida just requested 300 new ventilators. Hospitals are filling up here. There is evidence that children are making up much higher cases that are emerging. The numbers continue to rise across Florida. This fall, don't. I love how they're, they're, they're showing like all these fucking these scenes. I, if you can watch it on here, watch it. None of these these rallies, these people losing their mind. They showed some guy at an airport throwing a fucking stall. None of them have to do with COVID. None of them at all have to do with COVID. That's just Florida being Florida right there. That's insanity, right? That's just fucking crazy. Uh, let's see, gender dysphoria is a real mental illness. However, I really think the parents are pushing it for attention. Oh, I, hold on. Uh, Correct the mundo. Uh, Doug has had a paper out at 13. I don't think kids should be able to change genders until 18. After that, do whatever you want. Yes, because you're an adult at 18. One of my teammates got offered a jujitsu match against a trans male, so a woman transitioning into a man. He wants to do it just uh, just to dog the shit out of him. I mean, that to me is dangerous right there, ain't it? A gal turning into a guy, she ain't going to win that fight. I, I'm just telling you, no. When transitioning male to female, when do you get the 23% pay cut? Yes, my daughter is graduating early, and she thinks moving towards adulthood is great. The joke is on her when she finds out that she will have to pay rent just like her 21-year-old brother. I remember a lot of female athletes standing tall behind the trans movement. Now they're whining because men are beating the shit out of them in sports. Funny how things change when they hit close to home. I paid rents once I got a job at a fast food place at 16. Yes, so this is why I tell these. This is why I I, I I just harp this to people. Tell your kids to enjoy their childhood. Parents, allow your kids to enjoy their childhood. You only get it once, and you never get it back. Unless somehow your kid becomes a multi gazillionaire, and they don't have to work anymore, then they can live a kid's lifestyle. But until then. Bethany Frankel, who I don't like in general, I got to say I'm on Team Bethany right now. No, that that shouldn't have happened. I and and hey, if that kid really has what what, what did she call it gender dys, dysphoria, I feel bad for the kid. It's like I feel bad for you know kids that have Down syndrome and stuff like that. Yeah, I make fun of them, but. That's how I deal with it. But I don't make fun of them to their face. To their face, I cheer them on. I am one of their biggest supporters. But man, oh man, it just makes me feel awful inside for them. That they don't get to have, quote unquote, a regular life. Uh, as long as my son plays a, a sport, he doesn't have to work. He wanted, uh, We wanted him to enjoy the last four years of no responsibility before adulthood. Yes, and you're teaching responsibility through sports. 18-year-olds still aren't mature adults. Shit, I didn't feel like I was a real adult until I was in my 20s. Don't get me wrong, I moved out of home, 
but I felt like I was still a kid, a responsible kid, LOL. I, I get, yeah, your, your frontal lobe isn't fully, what, isn't fully developed until 22 or 23. I get it. But at 18, we deem you an adult. There are no such thing as a 19-year-old child. And whenever I hear the media say a 19-year-old child, no, they're not a child. They're a grown fucking adult. Hot Mama says now he works full-time and pays all his bills. Yes. My kids were privileged. We paid for everything they do so they could go to school and play sports. I believe the regret getting the job and being an adult. Yeah. He's slightly bigger than me, and when we roll, it's a good match, but he most of the time is talking, domi- taking dominant positions over me, and when he gets an opportunity, uh, he will use strength against me to sub me. I don't see that match going very well against his opponent if it's allowed. Like, I don't think people under 21 should be able to vote. Well, in your home state there, California, they want, in some areas, they want kids at, at 16 to be able to vote. Shit, I still feel like an 18-year-old kid in my head. Fuck, I dress like I'm in fucking junior high. You see me go out, I've got cargo shorts on and maybe an offensive T-shirt that day, and I wear a baseball cap everywhere I go with tattoos up and down my arms. I do not look like an adult, but I know what it means to be an adult. These people that force their children to grow up too fast, they are doing such fucking terrible things to them. One person in general is Mama June. I guess Honey Boo Boo took down the picture of her and her boyfriend together because I guess people were hammering her for dating a black kid. Black kid, he's 20 years old, she's 16. I, I, I don't even know what to, where to go with that. But now, Honey, Honey Boo Boo's mama, that fat fucking pig, Mama June, has a new boyfriend. 24-year-old Jordan McCollum. She's 42, he's 24. Is he dating her because she can rent a car for him? What is the appeal to dating this pig who once had bugs living in her feet? She ain't got no money. She's ugly as the fucking day is long. Does she got Meghan Markle coochie? Douglas, I hear you. I don't care if she dates a black kid, but I guess a lot of people were giving her shit on social media, so she took the post down. Now, see, that's that's fucking wrong. She's a 16-year-old girl that has been forced to grow up because her mom put her on a reality show. She's in the public aisle. I don't like to see kids like that. I, I think that sucks. Kid actors the same way. They have to be adults. Are they upset that he's black or is that it's an adult dating a minor? Uh, I, I don't have the story anymore. Let's see if I can find the story here. I mean, I'm sickened by this story here about Mama June dating a 24-year-old. What's that kid thinking? Honey... Boo, boo, boyfriend. All right, this is from page six. Uh, she didn't need to drama. Delete her first Instagram photo with boyfriend. Um, one person said uh, she's six months older than me, and she has a boyfriend that's 20. 16 and 20, where are the parents? 
Or fat fucking mamas running around with 24-year-old. They think that this kid should go to jail. Nope, nope. Four years difference later is no problem. Acknowledge another, but a 16-year-old and a 20-year-old, nope. Well, she got her sister raising her, so there ain't no damn parents around. Her mama's fucking looks like she's trotting around with this guy. God, she's gross. Man, she, I mean, God damn. She makes baggy jeans into skinny jeans. Good God. Her mom didn't teach her to eat responsibly either. I'm 41, and I could never be with someone in their 20s. I like older, more mature men. My man is seven years older than me, and he's full of masculinity, not toxic at all. The world needs more. Uh, oh, they're in Las Vegas together, these two. Oh, that's lovely. Don't be there with your daughter. Wait a second. This guy has another chick on the side? After his trip to Vegas with June, he posted Instagram photos with his girlfriend, Ashley Talley, a mother of two. It was actually halfway decent. Uh, I just, man, that fucking crazy-ass redneck lifestyle down there near fucking the panhandle of Florida, Alabama, and Georgia. Fucking A, they give all the South a bad name. Good God. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, if you're looking for a new place to eat, check this one out. If you're in Detroit, hey, hey, where's Mark in Detroit? You got to go to this place and give us a review. Marshall, (laughs) good old Eminem, good old Marshall, has opened a new Italian restaurant called Mom's Spaghetti. You know, from the Lose Yourself song? His palms are sweaty, knees are weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. Yeah, you know what? You're right. They are white trash through and through. My bad. They are not rednecks. They're not hillbillies. They are rednecks. Uh, Let's see. The menu on here, uh, Mom's spaghetti is $9 with meatballs is $12. Rabbit balls, vegan, are $14. A spaghetti sandwich is $11. And soda is $3. So so there you go. Kale says, I saw it on the news. I get Detroit channels. You're out, says, ha-ha, looks up flights to Detroit. There you go. Check it out. Mom's Spaghetti, now open in Detroit. Come for the spaghetti, stay for the murder. <laughs> Good God. Ratburger just texted me. Uh, setting with hot dogs and ketchup. Fine dining white trash with rap blaring at 110 decibels. Spaghetti with hot dogs. <laughs> oh, man. A weird thing is that local newscaster compared the simple uh, menu to In-N-Out. I was like, how the fuck do you know what In-N-Out is? 
There's a burger place I went. I kind of want to try out called Culver's. I heard they're pretty good. We got one here in Rockwall. This is awful. I, is it, like, I know you don't need to be Italian to open a spaghetti restaurant, but is he Italian? Marshall Mathers, is that an Italian name? Mar- Marshall Matherino? Matherelli? I, 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 no. I, I, I'm just going to say it. No. Pass. It's pretty much SpaghettiOs. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, there are reasons to like old Elon Musk sometimes. This is one of those reasons. He says that he's going to send the walking, talking, flying penis, Jeff Bezos, a silver medal and a giant statue of the number two after beating him, not only to space, but to become once again the world's richest person. I guess Amazon stock dropped and Jeff Bezos is no longer the richest man in the world and Elon Musk is. And he is going to fuck. Oh, I love him. That's fucking great. I hope he slaps his cock all over that fucking giant number two statue. His 23andMe results came out as his 1% WAP. Oh, man. Dear God. Good for you, Elon. Now, <laughs> this next story, this is funny. Um, a granny with a grudge. Well, this old gal was not happy. I'm watching the video. Oh, here's the video. Let's see. This video was shot on a Tesla camera. I'm switching the spectrum. Right? Thank you. No, you're not switching the spectrum. I'm not going to allow you to do that. Don't do spectrum. It sucks. All right. Oh, there's no. <laughs> oh, and she's coming back again. Oh, she's got to get the other side to even this shit out. All right. So what happened was the Tesla's dash cam recorded the incident in Baton Rouge down in Louisiana, of course. The Tesla owner parked her car. When she returned 45 minutes later, she found several key marks and some pretty deep cuts. Minutes before the incident, the woman who keyed her car were aiming for the same parking spot, but she was the one who got it. The repair will cost over $7,000, and now the lady has filed a report with the police. Damn, what's that painted? Is it painted in gold? That is funny. Man, this lady got the revenge we've all wanted. When somebody steals a spot from us, this old gal just walked up there, broke out her keys, and keyed the shit out of this car. And fuck you, lady. Okay, they're, they're showing that the car is driving around. Up, up, there's up. All right, truck just passed her. This other truck's fixing to pass her. Okay. She's getting to a spot. Has she gotten to the spot yet? How big is this goddamn parking lot? Oh, somebody's pulling out. All right, here we go. They pulled out of that spot. I see it. And now she's pulling in. Oh, here we go. Here's the big wide turn. Oh, no, she's not taking that spot. Oh, she wants to get closer. This is riveting radio, isn't it? All right, here we go. Oh. 
Let's see. She might have found a spot now. She's slowing down. She sees it. I don't see another car coming for it yet. Here we go. Up, she got up, 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 up. Oh, she's turning slow, turning slow. We got a spot. Oh, she's waiting on somebody to come out. Okay. Oh, there's that. There's the old lady. I bet. No, that ain't the old lady. This is terrible. Anyway, the old lady fucking keyed the shit out of her car because she got the spot and she didn't. Awesome. Only in Louisiana. Uh, all right, save that one. This would be Arnie as a painter, by the way. I just want to. I I just have to do this story. A Danish museum recently gave an artist $84,000 to use a commission piece. Okay, so they they said, hey, we want you to paint something for us. Here's $84,000. Artist Jans Hegging. He painted some really politically charged pieces that actually banknotes to showcase the average income of citizens of Denmark and Austria. The reboots were slated to appear uh, in Work It Out, a current exhibition on the role of artists in the labor market. Along with an undisclosed compensation for the projects, the institution gave him $84,000 plus offered an additional 6,000 euros if he needed. Well, he came back to the museum and he delivered not one, but two pieces of art. Two blank canvases. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Oh, man. That is fucking funny. They say it's like a high school kid fudging an exam because they're slackers. This motherfucker took the money and ran. I think that's great, but he's an artist. How can you question him? That's his sight. They, that's his. That's what he sees. They're like, no, uh-uh. Ah, but this is my art. You cannot judge my art. Oh, I can judge your art. If I gave you $84,000, I, I want to see at least one fucking brush stroke. God damn it, son of a bitch. That guy hasn't made. I'm going to keep my ad on Craigslist. We'll pay for art. Fantastic. No, I have a, I have a, a sidekick today in, in the studio. I have a dog that's dreaming right now. He's about to start probably barking. Hey, hey. There you go, wake up. He woke up, good. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, a couple more stories here. We'll call day. By the way, there might be a guest uh, co-host in tomorrow, a very special guest co-host, which I'm very much hoping for. I can't say who it is. It might be his name. My, oh, I said his. So it's going to be a male. His name might rhyme with mommy. I, I, I'm just saying. Just saying. And remember, the last story I read today is one of the, the best stories I've ever seen. But before we get to that, let me do these two. 
This is why you don't go to Australia. It is the world's Florida. All right. So let's say that you're, you go to Australia. You don't listen to your friend Arnie here, and you go to Australia anyway. The world's Florida. And you think to yourself, you know what? I'm going to go out, and I'm going to do something really cool. I'm going to take a river trip. I'm going to be on a boat, and I'm going to be in, in, in the river. All right. Well, don't go on the Adelaide River, which is known for its. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this bullshit? They're jumping crocodiles. What in the shit is a jumping crocodile? They're large crocodiles that raise vertically from the water to snatch chicken carcasses dangled from long poles extended from tourist cruise boats. Now, let me just tell you. Let me put Arnie in that situation. If I've lost a bet and I'm in Australia, and then I lost another bet that said I had to go on some sort of river cruise, as soon as I'm sitting on that boat and I see somebody dangling a fucking piece of chicken out, I am taking that shit down myself. No. No. So what happened? You guessed it. A tour guide has spoken about what happened. He's out there dangling the thing, and all of a sudden, a fucking crocodile jumped in and grabbed him. No, they've got him speaking. Please let this. Just behind the corner of my boat, and it just sprung onto me. So I, I just went, what the hell? I lifted my arm up like this. I've got a croc hanging off me. It's my own fault. I just did something with yeah. uh, to probably complacency. Yeah. You know, I've You're just stupid. swung around, gone, oh, I dropped that, bang, and I've been done. There was actually a, a male nurse on board. So we opened the first aid up, and uh, he quickly torn over. Did you me hear up. that? Did you hear that? Even in Australia, there was a male nurse on board. <laughs> male nurses. <laughs> Certainly, uh, you'll learn by your lessons, of course, and I won't be doing it again. I remember the boat hook every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you won't be doing that again because, A, I'd be quitting. If this shit happened, I'm, I'm just telling you right now. If, once again, I've lost a bet to where I have to go to Australia, and then I lost another bet to where i got to go on this thing, and I see a, 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 a crocodile, because I'll think it's an alligator, but I don't give a shit. It's a crocodile, alligator. They, they're both going to kill me. It's hanging off his arm. I'm throwing the rest of his carcass in the water. I'll take over the boat driving. You're done for, pal. See you later. Sit down, male nurse. God damn it. His hand and forearm are in a cast, but he didn't talk about his injuries. He had to go undergo surgery to repair several tendons in his hand. Yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and say I ain't doing that job no more. Oh, Crockies, Mike, you got anything back here on the land? Because I'm not going out there with the Crocs. The only thing a man should nurse is a bottle of scotch. I have nothing against male nurses. I just like that other people still do. I think it's hysterical. My dad, look, I, look, I got a dad story for you, and you guys like my dad stories. I did see the picture of the guy catching the alligator with the trash can. You know they almost cited him for that? 
This guy's a former Army man. Or, uh, it wasn't a Ranger, so I can't call him a Ranger. He was a former military guy, right? He's in Florida, and an alligator shows up on his property. So he takes his big dumpster, and he lures it in there, and he turns it upside down. And game wardens showed up, and they said they almost gave him a ticket because they want you to call them. I think he handled it pretty well. He didn't kill the fucking thing. Tell you what, once again, if Arnie's in that case, if I catch an alligator in a trash can, guess what the next thing going in that trash can is? That's right, gasoline, and then a fucking match. I am cooking the shit out of that son bitch. No, sir, Rebob. Uh-uh. Ain't fucking around. So back to the dad story. So my dad, he didn't really like to sponsor people in AA. But he would every once in a while. And he mainly didn't like it because the one guy that he got, the first guy he ever got. Oh, I, I oh, don't, don't read that story that was just put up. That's, that's my next story. Douglas, we got to take this down. Nobody can read this. Bubba, stop. Wake up. Yes, delete. I'm sorry. Sorry, I got to delete that one. That's my next story. Uh, so, Dad had this one guy. And he was a male nurse. And my dad used to just fucking shred him for being a male nurse. It was fucking so... I'm surprised the guy never went back to drinking. <laughs> it's got a text from someone who will remain nameless. It says, I'm, I'm a known sexist and proud of it. In my opinion, male nurses are better, but... I prefer female ones because they look and smell a lot better. <laughs> my dad eviscerated this guy. And this guy was doing And I think my dad eviscerated him just to me. He never did it in front of him. But this guy would call my dad at all hours. Of night. And that's what happens in AA and stuff. And my dad was just not having it. My dad, my dad could not live in today's world at all. Zero. I... I he is in such a better place because my dad would be canceled so many times. Hey, Arn, I just got canceled again. Jesus Christ. I, and I would be like, I don't even want to know. But I would want to know because it's too goddamn funny. All right. Uh, Douglas's story is next. I, I had it set up to go next. This story is awesome. A man in Turkey. It's not just a holiday meal who got way hammered and wandered into the forest, was lost. His name is Bihan Matulu. He lives in northwestern Bursa and was reported missing after he wandered away from his friends. So a search was organized and formed to find him. As they were in the forest looking for him, he joined the search party. <laughs> At some point, volunteers started shouting his name. He became confused and asked who they were looking for. He said, I'm right here. <laughs> Police realized that the man that they were looking for had joined his own search party and gave him a ride home. That's awesome. <laughs> How many times do you think he yelled his own name? Oh, man. Oh, God, that's fucking awesome. 
That is so great. He's just out there in the forest. Hey, oh, we're looking for somebody. Oh, okay. Bayon. Bayon. Hey, who are they looking for? Oh, they're looking for Bayon Matulu. Oh, I'm right here. That's awesome. That is fucking great. God bless you, Turkish man. That's good shit. Douglas, thank you for finding that as well. But, yeah, I had that one up to go next. Shakira and son attacked by wild boars? Whoa, fucking hips don't lie, motherfucker. Did she bounce them away with her ass? Oh, gosh. Listen, kids, don't drink alcohol unless you want this to happen to you. That is fucking good shit right there. Dave Coe says male massage therapists are really good, but no thank you. You're absolutely right there, George Costanza. All right, here's our final story of the day. I saw this story yesterday, and I almost started crying. I I, I have to say, because this is one of the the best things I've ever read. And I'm just going to read the story to you. A veterinary clinic is going viral after it shared with its Facebook followers the way they bid farewell to their patients. The manager of Smith Station Animal House Jennifer Williams and technician Casey Hinckley brought the idea to the facility after seeing a similar jar online. Tracy McGee made the jar. Dr. Cole Nami came up with a quote which was shared on the hospital's Facebook page. I wish Bubba wasn't in the studio right now because I'm looking at him and thinking about this. Uh, Quote, this jar is reserved for our euthanasia appointments because no dog should go to heaven without tasting chocolate. It's a jar full of Hershey's Kisses. Uh, They say, William says, I think it was a good idea because it was designated jar and seeing the goodbye kisses, it broke my heart. Some people take their dogs out for, like, sandwiches or steaks or things like big treats before they get euthanized. The jar uh, picture got 125,000 shares, 13,000 comments. One person wrote, we had to say goodbye to our boy. He had intestinal cancer, 10 years old, hardest thing, putting him to rest. Another person wrote, our little peewee got a frosty on his way to his appointment. He stopped responding to the medicine for his heart. My baby ate chocolate ice cream with banana and whipped cream the other night. This is really sad. I think this is cool. Bubba, what do you want your last meal to be? Duh. Uh, I think I'm going to have, like, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll eat some grass because I like to eat grass. But there you go. I I think that's awesome because, you know, chocolate's bad for dogs. They still like the taste of it, but it's bad for them. But, hey, you're putting them down. Why not give them something like that? So there you go. 
only heard part of what you said. Something about euthanasia. I uh, think that dogs taste hell Hershey kisses. No, no, no. What the fuck did I? No, it, it is a sad story, but it's awesome too. I, like I, I saw this story and I, I it broke me up. But it was so cool that you want to do that for your last moments with your dog. Damn it! I looked over at him and he was looking at me. Asshole dog. <laughs> Bubba's last meal be your baseboard interior door trim <laughs> if he ever does that again it will be his last meal for sure oh there you go alright uh, that's going to do it for us today we will be back tomorrow and tomorrow what is tomorrow everybody what is yes, yes. what is yes. yes what is yes, yes. Uh, spring for a great meal and get your dog, Old Roy. Okay, these are dogs. I thought it was a 10-year-old kid. I was just like, what the fuck? Uh, Ogre says, adios familia. Have a glorious day Thursday. Yes, please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Until tomorrow, and hopefully a co-host on board. Adios, everybody. Nobody saw him running from 16th Avenue. They never found a fingerprint or the weapon that was used. But someone killed country music, cut out its heart and soul. They got away with murder Down on Music Row The almighty dollar And the lust for worldwide fame Slowly killed tradition And for that someone should hang Tell them, Alan. Well, they all say not guilty, but the evidence will show that murder was committed down on Music Row. For the steel guitars no longer cry and fiddle. But drums and rock and roll guitars are mixed up in your face. Oh, Hank wouldn't have a chance on today's radio since they committed murder down on Music Road. No one would miss it Once it was dead and gone They said no one would
would buy them all Drinking and cheating songs Well, I still buy them Well, there ain't no justice in it And the hard facts are cold Murder's been committed the hag he wouldn't have a chance on today's radio since they've committed murder down on music road why they'd even tell the possum to back up It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.